Hello everyone. Welcome to the beginning of the end. The very last episode of Table Stories Dark Don't Fire. Don't start. <laughs> It would be so sad. I would I would be very sad. If I was to take a guess, you're in a lot less danger this week than last week. But yes. D&D Yay. is a crazy game. And who knows what could happen at the drop of a dice. You're Six. in damn, damn trouble. Oh, God. <laughs> what was it? It was a two. No, that's my lucky number. That's pretty uh welcome to the stream everybody welcome to the show one and all uh, <laughs> dude everyone's commenting on tiger's cam like he's out of the dark oh my god that's awesome he looks yeah. awesome. i can't <laughs> believe him. i can actually see him for once his, be his beard hairs this look at crazy. him crazy they're so look clear this wow. is crazy oh my god i want to go to his house oh my god so we, is that really so him <laughs> I think one person did say it, and I just thought I'd comment. Look how clear you are, bud. Like, yes. Damn, I like this, man. I'm scared I'm going to show his name. I don't know if it's public. <laughs> it's not. It's no, not. No. He's never. I know. It's not like my last name's not public. But my okay. First name. Well, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a clue. There's a clue. There's and a I, get, clue. I get scared. There's a clue. Dude, yeah, hey, look good, on, man. Everyone's looking Zoom. good on the stream today. On Zoom, there's a clue. Well. Welcome to the show, everybody. How you doing, players? I also showered today. I you did a shower? Dude, that's your shower. Yay. I even washed my hair and my beard today. Nice. What? Someone was so in my stream the other day talking about what your beard smells like, I think. I can't remember what the conversation was now, but we all was had a long Tara? conversation about... Wait, about Tiger's beard? Yeah. Yes. Was it Tara? John, I think your I mustache grows a couple was. inches every week, by the way. It's honestly, I could I could flip it. I'm I'm trimming it. This is the last time you'll see it like this, guys. No, no, I always want to see it like that. I need to trim it for TwitchCon. I need to look good, you know? <laughs> John's facial hair is thick like Steve Harvey's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's so intense. It's crazy because sometimes he's like clean shaven and sometimes he has like a really thick beard. There's never really that in between stage. In a week and a half. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that in between stage. you say stage. you're going to be clean shaven in a week and a half, Tiger? Yep. Fully? Yep. <laughs> no way. Yep. You're cutting off the beard? All of it. Why? No, you're not. GTFO. 100%. Yeah. Nobody believes me, though. Wait, someone said this the other day. Lamau. Are you kidding me? Lamau, dude. There's no way that you're doing that. Okay. Well, now, now he will. Now he really will. If you guys keep, are you doing it for charity or something? No, I'm doing it. For <laughs> You're just doing it. Just doing it, dude. You haven't done that in like eight years, right? Yeah. When was the last time you were clean shaven? Uh, October first was six years ago when I started growing this. I mean, dude. it's the shortest it's been in years. Like, I know, I know, it's been detracting slowly but surely. But I didn't think you were gonna get rid of it. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm excited. Well, are you doing anything with your hair? Different? You're the most gullible motherfuckers I've ever Oh, god damn it. Oh, oh, I, I, mean, I, I do it. I was fucking. I know. Now coming. you have to There's do no it, bro. fucking way. I, okay, so here's my thing. I would clean shave only during the wintertime if I was going to do it because I, okay, so I took down, like, here. You can see my mole again for the first time in years. Like, see that right yeah, there? Yeah, hey, mole. So I took it down, right? And I was like, I did it during the summer, and I was like, little bit of tan why does it ghost oh yeah if I, oh if I yeah my off in the summertime you it'd be i'd be two-faced but half and half that's awesome the problem is when you do like i've done a 
before where you shave a little too much and you get that winter chill where the wind hits the bottom of your chin and it is so alien as a feeling. You get that yep. cold draft that hits your chin. You're like, what the fuck is that feeling? I don't know what that is. This has never been cold before. I just hate eating. I hate eating anything with a beard. Yeah. It just sucks. I hate this bit. Everything here. is like napkins. Stack of napkins. Just sucks, man. The... You just gotta learn how to eat with a beard. I've had a beard for six years now. Well, like also, beard. I don't trim like the like around like like you that can't bit. see my lip. It's that like, it looks like things on my teeth. That's the bit that sucks. That's I can't bit. even That's when That's you drink a it. drink a drink and the water just runs up the beard. Yeah. It like it doesn't go. It just or you gotta learn yeah. to spread it. You gotta. I spread save it. it for like three hours later, and then I like lay down on my pillow and I feel and I'm like, why am I wet? And I'm like, oh, that's from no. spread it. All you have to do no, is no, spread no, it. You, no, have no, no. you have to you have to train it. Look how thick his lip is compared to your lip. Love of all yeah, the yeah, and you have to train it to spread. He could do no, the same thing, but you no. have to train it. I'm just gonna flip it up, man. That's it. Yeah, twirl it up. Please, for the love of all that's good and pure in the world. Can we move? I'm just gonna turn you <laughs> this is interesting. Do <laughs> hey, you want to grow a beard? Yes, I would love to. I feel like I, I really should after listening to you guys. I feel like you should have a I feel beard. Like I'm next missing week. out. I feel like yeah. your character would really. Uh, well, rise. let's maybe head to town and I can go undercover and wow. then maybe I'll wear a beard. Right. Yeah, the beard. <laughs> the beard. <laughs> Through well. our hanging out time. <laughs> I guess I guess that's the end of Beard Hour, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Beard Hour. Uh, let us send us pictures of your beard and tell us on a scale of one to ten how difficult it is to eat and drink with that beard on Discord or on Twitter at a table story. I will uh, just talk to you the entire or time. Or at Pumpkinberry because just PB was so interested. She just wants beard pics now. Just this is my beard. It's like a six. It's kind of hard to eat, yeah, but it's not like the worst. That's where I'm at. Uh, She's a moderator on the Reddit yes, that we have started for this. <laughs> she owns it. She loves. She, loves beard. she owns it. That's even better. She loves beard chat. What's your week been like, PB? Have you struggled to eat and drink <laughs> in any what? way? Oh, no. No? I was like, ah, uh, um, no. It's been good. I'm really excited for the show that I'm doing on this channel on yes. Saturday, which you guys should Woo! all come and watch. Yes, Go. I was gonna get to that. Um, yeah. we well, have. A, a little, a little, a little sun summit? A little, what? What? A little sun summit? PB is going to be GMing a show called Stygian Gate on Saturday here on Table Story. It is at what time? 4 p.m. EDT. 4 p.m. Eastern. And it uh, it stars who? All of you guys. All Brad, of us. John, Black, Tiger. Jay. No. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> Wack, and Jay, and Murgles. Mr. Giggles. Excuse Mr. me, Giggles. I said the name wrong. Yes. Mr. Giggles. I kind of hope it says Mr. Giggles on the overlay, but I also then kind of don't. It does so far. <laughs> okay. Well. It does. Uh, yes. Mr. Giggles, uh, myself, Wack, and Jay will be playing ourselves in a show that is uh, being run by PB. You've never run a show online before, right? You've GM'd stuff right. before. But yes, never I've run. GM'd. And I've GM'd horror before, so I'm really excited, but I've never done it for an audience. Yes, it's a very oh, short, so sort of three-ish episode yes. um, run of a system that I still don't know what it's called. I'm not telling until Dang. the day of. 
Yeah. And what? Uh, so it's crazy. We don't know anything about it. Um, it's yeah. Are you guys excited to play in this? Have you seen yeah. the Discord? Have you seen the Discord? Have you seen the Discord? It's crazy. <laughs> it's blown the fuck up. The yeah. Gate Discord is insanity. I don't even know what it is. But I was it's also told not to go in there because it's the puzzles. There's puzzles yeah. and clues and shit. So I'm go pretty in sure there. our mods have just like given up on doing <laughs> just left modding it. for us. They've just and they're just their time to that. Sigin Gate is its own horror show on Discord. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be our little Halloween treat since it's October. Yay. Spooky. Uh, so you can, you can, we'll see you then for Stygian yes. Gate. That's on Saturday this week, which is the Woo! 13th of Get October it. at 4 mm -hmm. EDT. Write it down. I'll give you three seconds to write down. Good job, everybody. All right. Let's begin. With Not D &D. one person wrote that down. I we, ha we have another thing to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it later on because I think it's going to overblow their tiny, fragile little minds if we give them too many things to get excited about, you know? Um, today, we're going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition uh, because it's the only thing I can run, and that's why we're playing it. Um, I, could kinda, I feel like I could run Stygian Gate at this point. You know, I know so much about it. Yeah. You know, but you probably could. But but we're here for D and D. A little bit of Dark Fire. This is episode ten. We're in double dig. Oh, double Yay. dig, double digs, boys. Big tens. Uh, big wow. episode for a big something? day. Yeah. So what do we what do we get? Big episode. We're crowning we're crowning you. Everyone gets right? ten copper pieces. Put it in your. <laughs> put it in your. You found it. We just made 25 gold, but <laughs> 10 <laughs> copper. That's what you give us on our big I think, 10. I think, I think it's one, one silver, but you can put 10 copper. You've, you've, just in your travels, you've found 10 copper each so far. You get copper every episode. <laughs> None of us even started with any money. Uh, you, yeah, we you should have had money when you started. Yeah. I, I, did. I didn't start with any money. The way you, uh, you probably didn't because your background was crazy amnesiac, basically. So I think yours might need the what I did for background. Well, I got I got twenty five gold and ten copper now, so we're good. yeah. We didn't do we didn't do standard background. We didn't do standard uh, money in this. I just gave you you just start with your background money. Um, instead of buying all your things, you just got your stuff. So we didn't do the purchasing thing. That's how we did it. Just because easy going GM. And just to make things clear for people, I I don't think we're doing like drunk episodes every ten episodes. That was like something we did in the past. Uh, for anyone who ever watched like Tiger and myself and Brad play, um, no, you just get what is going to be a normal episode, like the most normal episode <laughs> probably ever. Just, yeah. Uh, and then the town explodes again. Imagine that. Um, so, although Brad, you wouldn't be against me having a drink on one of these episodes, right? You do whatever the fuck you want. You're a fully grown adult. <laughs> I'm almost 30. <laughs> you do whatever you want. Just don't get blackout and just start, you know. Have I ever gotten blackout? I don't know. I assume not, because you do it every stream, right? You do your Drunk Fridays. Every stuff. stream? Every week is what I meant. You have a Once stream Once a week on Fridays. Week. Yeah, yes, fucked up Fridays. Yeah. Jesus, um, dude. Every stream, you just fucking <laughs> alcohol. Every stream, you're wasted, you idiot. <laughs> How's that going? So, I have another beer. Let's play some D&D. Last time. Oh, I'm LaCroix. Last yeah, time. dude. Cockroach intestines. Let's go, baby. Last time, you guys... Were what? on, you were sorry, in. Right a I'm sorry. Wait, what? 
cockroach intestines? No, there's like some sort of like, they're getting sued right now because LaCroix is apparently has cockroach, not intestines, it's a cockroach like whatever is found in it. So it's not all natural, but that's just something they spray to like make sure that cockroaches don't, I don't know. It's a whole long story. Read the article. Did Brad just get an entire red pepper? Yeah. Is that an entire red pepper? Entire okay. red pepper. <laughs> 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 that you He's just going to bite into a bell pepper. Wow. I'm sorry, Wack. I love you. <clears throat> bell peppers are delicious. Shutting up. We're going to play a game now. I'm good. Good today. What does that guy say? Um, last time. Yes, thank you. On Table Stories, Dark Fire. The gang were in the town of Drit. It was the first town they went to in episode one, which exploded. Uh, it was hit by a big old nuclear bomb uh, of purple fire. And uh, they went away. They came back to the destruction um, they discovered that most of the inhabitants of the town were killed or had died shortly after um, and that they they met a group there a platoon of the Rose Guard army um, with captain is he a captain <laughs> I think he is uh, yeah captain Stonesworn um, and his people um, however most of his people were out kind of tracking and searching for what happened and where the army that hit this town went um, these guys spoke to him some of the others they were asked to help out um, because there was two carts about to leave town go from this town Drit to the town of Greenhill one of the carts had sort of provisions and some of the belongings of the people the other one had some of the survivors in and they were going to try and get out of town because this is now just a wasteland and they were a little scared that whoever's going to attack is going to come back. Can you hear that? That's my dog. What are you doing? <gasps> Hello. Can Hello, Lewin. He is oh. so annoying today. I don't know what is wrong with him, but he is, he's on one. You know when they're on one? He just wants love. He just wants love, man. Apparently yeah. he, he wants a carrier bag. Just leave it alone. Okay, um, then, <laughs> then uh, the um, these guys went to get some water just to help out. Uh, they went down to the river and discovered that the two page boys that went to go to get the water first had uh, gone missing. They went back to town, told the uh, captain, the captain, two of his men, and these guys headed out to find the boys they found them in this sort of abandoned cave where this creature this ghost this poltergeist known as the infeared um uh, and a sort of a legendary ghost in the area um was residing the boys were in there they looked dead um these guys engaged in combat most of them fled <laughs> either by magical fear means or out of actual fear means um <laughs> Iridir, uh... See him? See him? He won't leave me alone. Please stop. <laughs> Did you catch him? I've never right. seen him this active. He's driving me crazy. Um, the creature was terrifying. Three of you ran away. Um, Iridir, Rin, and 19 um, escaped the combat. Uh, while Drift and um, Captain Stonesworn, one of his fighters, Emstride, and another fighter, Terran, continued to fight the creature. They defeated it by the skin of their teeth. Um, and uh, they went over to the boys. They said the boys looked dead, but they were seemingly alive. 
no one was really a medicine expert and <laughs> able to work it out but they thought they might be alive and just looked dead and cold um they picked up the boys um they picked up terran who was injured and they exited the cave did i miss anything that was pretty much um I think you, you mentioned the fact that uh, Drift pulled a hero, right? Well, Drift kind of def like was the, the def defining factor in the, the defeat of the creature. He got the final hit, the final blow, if that's what you mean. That is. Drift, yeah. Drift managed to get himself to level up, too. Drift leveled yeah. up. So in Which terms I don't of have yet, though. In terms of party level, technically, Drift is level 3 and the others are level 2. Um, because they didn't get experience. They did get inspiration points for good RP. Because it's good RP when your characters play, fuck this, I'm out. It's still good RP. Um, yep. Because, you know, that's non-meta What you do. Uh, so, let us continue from pretty much where we, we left We have the off. bodies, right? We have the bodies. We're carrying, me and Rin, actually, we're carrying out the yeah. bodies. Rin came in and picked up one of the boys with Help you. Because I couldn't pick him up M after that fight. Mstride had the other one, and Captain yeah. Stonesworn had the, um, the body of Terran. They're not bodies, they're, they're not dead bodies, anyway. They're, um, injured. Terran was injured, he got hit by the thing, his stomach is all messed up, and the oh, boys, yeah, the boys are, like, unconscious um so from where we picked up this there's you guys step out of that cave that horrible cave back out into that forest by the riverside <laughs> and you find yourselves um face to face with iridir 19 you're outside the cave i assume yeah i was hauling ass yeah uh, i i definitely ran like as as fast as i could i got a natural one on my fear check so, did you run away from the cave so you're not yeah, at the I cave was, entrance okay i was running away from the cave i was curious as to where okay. yeah precisely where you are so you're God. not just stood outside you're somewhere else i just ran as fast as i could away from the cave okay all right give me a d20 okay and 19 um <clears throat> i'm just right outside the cave for the most part 20. Nice. Oh my god! Cool. So, weirdly enough, I rolled a 20 as well. <laughs> Makes it, breaks it. Uh, so, you um, you ran off during this combat. So, um, Rin and Drift carrying the body. You step outside of the cave. Um, it's still daytime. I think, if memory serves, it's a, it's a little after midday. So, we'll say maybe like 1, 2 in the afternoon. Um... The sun is shining, but you are sort of under a canopy of woods. Um, it's not too thick, the woods. there was. This is a kind of rocky, hilly area of the forest. You guys found there's a couple of little caves that look like around here. Maybe some bears live in it. Um, the sun is up in the sky, nice and bright. You cover your eyes, maybe, as you step out and your eyes adjust from the gloom of that cave. Um... And behind you is Mstride, and then behind him is Captain Stonesworn. In front of you is 19, stood there leaning on a greatsword, presumably. Um, and Iridir is nowhere to be seen right now. What do you guys see? Um, I guess we're, we're carrying the boys out. Um, yeah, I would, I would just be like looking yeah. at the captain and just, like, where, where do you want him? Um, the captain 
looks towards you, 19. As soon as you walk, he walks out, he points at an, a sort of area of grass and lays down um, the fighter Terran with the wounds in his stomach. He's kind of... Oh, oh. He lays him down. He points to the area nearby and you guys can place the bodies of the boys there. And he looks over to you, 19, and says, You are a, a cleric, did you not say? Perhaps you could help us. Perhaps I could. Who's hurt the most? Uh, I, I mean, probably <laughs> the one who's bleeding, 19. The give one me, who's moaning and screaming. You can give me two medicine checks if you want to look over Terran and look over the boys to try and work out like what's going on here. Sure. Oh Terran, boys. Terran is going to die. There's nothing you can do about it. His <gasps> wounds are too bad. He's going, there's, he, there's no way a small little skinny human fighter like this <laughs> can survive. It's, he looks like he's been stabbed with like a pitchfork through the stomach kind of thing. And then it's pulled oh. back out. There's blood and gore. He's gripping onto it. And there's, there's like thick blood pouring out over his fingers. Um, he looks very pale. He's suffering some blood loss. For sure, there's no point in wasting spells on him. There's no point trying to patch him up. He will... <laughs> absolutely be dead soon the boys look like they are simply unconscious they look like they've been through something um you maybe don't give me an arcana check let's see just since you're doing checks okay you um you understand a little about some of the magic that was used here that's super fucking scary magic that kind of gripped you guys as you were getting in this creature the inferred fed off of your fear um these boys were so scared um magically feared that uh it caused them to go into a sort of catatonic state kind of thing they also suffered just from being in and around this poltergeist some necrotic damage they're still alive they're stable um but basically they need some time to come out of this catatonic state um they would benefit they've lost some hp essentially they would benefit from some first aid um but as it stands just some rest they'll be fine they'll live quick question uh not to interrupt you mm -hmm. uh 19 uh brad how do i see them can i not medicine check not to help them but like when i'm looking down at taryn uh the one who got stabbed or whatever with the, the hand how do I, how, what does it look like to me? Just a uh, lot of blood. Like. You probably have a horrible time looking at him because you've suffered a similar wound before. Um, oh, he, okay. He, so, so the, the, the creature Stop. had like these big claws that were essentially the same as a pitchfork kind of thing. And it, it is the same kind of wound. He's essentially taken a pitchfork through the stomach. Okay. Um, he's alive and moving and speaking and stuff like it doesn't seem like he's gonna die instantly at any point right but he doesn't look good at all um he's it okay if really i just bend, bend down not to help him or anything but i just want to cover like put some pressure on the wound because sure. i've learned that yeah yeah, okay, yeah. Great. i would also like to check his status and try to help yeah looking at him um he will die soon for sure um, but he's not unable to be cured. Uh, his, he's losing blood. His wounds are bad. But from your first sort of like, you, you get down as well, maybe applying some pressure to these puncture wounds. It doesn't seem like it's really hit anything vital. Like he probably would have already died or, um, uh, or he would have, uh, 
he wouldn't be quite as conscious and awake kind of thing. It looks like he's taken like some pretty bad wounds and he's definitely bleeding out. And if you just left him, he would die. But mechanically, he's stable. He's still got HP. Um, he needs to have sort of without like surgery, like we don't have modern surgery here. Instead, right. you have magic. Um, but he's very easily curable with either a simple magic spell or um, stitches uh, and then just a lot of rest uh, okay. d depending on which means you go by magic obviously does a lot to just sew wounds back up and mend things if you don't have that ability then um, sewing him up uh, patching him up and leaving him alone he will eventually heal as long as obviously your standard infections and things don't kick in he's not on death's door but he will die if you just left him for sure Okay. So that's what you guys see from looking at him. Um, 19, you probably look at him and go, that's a write-off, and then look at the kids and study, <laughs> and study them more. Um, for whatever reason you, you believe that of him, maybe it's because you're a Warforged or you, didn't, you just didn't look at it right. Um, but you understand pretty much everything that happened to these kids here. They, they, for the most part, the three of them need to be stabilized, like as in left, put in a bed somewhere and left to rest and attended to for a few days. Um, so Drift and Rin are holding the wounds on Terran he's just uh, the captain needs, is looking at you guys to see if you guys can do anything essentially he needs magical um, aid and I, I don't have that 19 can you help him uh, the boys will live Terran's bleeding too fast well, it's, it's worth an attempt, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, can't you just try something? I could. But I think it's first that I ask the captain what he would like to do. The captain stares incredulously at you for a moment. <laughs> I, I don't understand. What is it? You can't help him or you can. I can try to help him, but... Then yes, try. Seem bad. Well, the boys can be stabilized. We just need to take them. They need rest. They were just weary. Uh, but him. Nineteen. He can still hear you. Can you please just try? You could try as well. I I don't have magics. I don't have. He needs magic. Mm. I mean, uh, I can as... I can sew him up, but he he needs more than what I can give him. As they're talking about this, Brad, what what is he wearing? Who? He's bleeding all over. Terran. Terran, yeah. He is. Uh, he's he has chainmail on, um, but the chainmail has been just destroyed in a couple of areas. Um, is there anything under that chainmail? Like un any type under of it, you can see that he was wearing something like a tunic like or cloth? something. Yeah, it's it's okay. it's torn. For the most part, you're doing that thing like where you're holding a thing and like that yeah. horrible dark red. So with, like with my right up. hand, if you don't mind. Uh, can I try and gather a good portion of that cloth and tear it and then use my left hand to keep the pressure on? Oh, oh God. <laughs> Give me a sleight of hand. Just to not do any more damage to him. It's horrific. For some reason, Drift just starts pulling at the tunic underneath the chain now. No, what, like what, what are you doing? Sorry, what, what, what? No, I'm trying to help him. No, trust me, trust me. This and is then it. just... I can't help him if you kill him. You tear off no. a piece, Drift. You have a piece. 
Great, thank you. Blood so 19, dragged. please do something. I'm trying, but I, what, what's You what's need happening? to calm down. You're not the one bleeding from your gut. You're right. As he says that, I start pulling magical powers out of my little gem in my hip. Mm-hmm. If this doesn't work, Captain, I'm sorry. And I, I just put my hand over top. I tell him, I'm like, move your hands. And then the, hopefully, if you move your hands. Yeah. Yeah. They move their hands, and I put my hand over it, almost like I'm rubbing his belly like he's too full. <laughs> and cast healing words on him. Healing word on him. All right. Word, give, me the, give me the healing, healing rubs. Give me the healing rub. Healing rubs. <laughs> healing, <laughs> healing belly rubs. Give me the healing Isn't that rub. what Reiki is? <laughs> oh. You know what Reiki is. There's some healing Reiki going on. Uh, you do some Reiki on him. And uh, it's good. You heal him for seven points. So everybody standing around, you can see, like, for a moment, like, the drift just does more damage than necessary for some no reason anyone can understand and then and then the huge um war-forged hands appear above the wound and this uh healing word goes off what does this look like just light uh basically the first thing that's gonna happen is that when he puts his hand by his hip to cast the healing word he pulls energy and magic out of the the gem and when he does his hand is full of light and it's almost like a, it's almost like a, if it's allowed, it kind of like almost seems like it sutures a little bit if you allow it. Like yeah. maybe not all of it because he's so hurt, but it sutures a, ch- a good chunk of the wounds. And he looks down and he kind of grabs the Terran by the back of the head. Hmm. Are you feeling any better? So yeah, the wound um, for sure will like will like close up. Like that blood that was coursing out will. Um, will slow to the point where it's basically you've actually done a lot of healing. This guy doesn't have a lot of HP, honestly. Um, it yeah, closes, it closes the three huge puncture wounds. They're still raw and sore. There's like a hole there, kind of thing, but they don't look as deep. Any this thing went through his body, so the 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 wounds on his on his back would be the same, closed up, and any damage on the inside um, will have closed mostly as well. Um, he uh, is still in like a decent amount of pain, but you've, he looks up at you and just... Uh, uh, he pushes your hand away and looks at the wound. He pulls the chainmail left and right to see the hole closed up, and he grabs your hand as you take it away, and he says, oh, Thank you so, so much. Oh, you I was going to die. You're going to need a lot of rest. A uh, lot. I feel, I feel brand new. I feel brand new. Not. <laughs> Captain, you're going to need him to be rested. You know, what would be a good idea would be to have him rest with the page boys. The, He's better uh, than them right now at this point. Uh, the, the captain is looking and he, he taps you on the back. <laughs> um, mm. Thank you very much. Uh, if not for you, all of you helping, well, we may not have found these boys and we may not have defeated whatever the hell that was in there mm. I appreciate your help on behalf of welcome the rose guard army and on behalf of myself and he steps over towards you drift as well and he grabs you like by the shoulders just because you're relatively small and he's quite large especially in his armor and he brings you in and says you in particular uh, a warrior we could use men like you that's for sure you should, you should enlist. Okay. He says, uh, 
You certainly pack a punch for a young'un. <laughs> Thanks. He, uh, he says, uh, come back to me when you've finished basic training. There's always a place for you on this platoon. Will do, Captain. Just, just super cliche. Super the, uh, like, I'm so proud. <laughs> I feel like I'm graduating from high school. From behind <sighs> him, you see M Stride say, You might look like a runt, but I'm going to call you Cursebreaker. Drift Cursebreaker. And Stone Sworn turns to you and says, Yes, Drift Cursebreaker. Suits you. I've never had a last name. Drift. Curse breaker. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, the captain turns back and says, Okay, let's get these boys back to town. I left those carts practically unguarded. We should try and head back as fast as possible. Terran, can you walk? He says. Yeah, yes, I think so, yes. Right. I'll help him up, actually. Yeah, he stands up. He looks like he's like flinching and not ready to deal with the pain but by the time he stands up he looks like he's kind of moving around and feels pretty steady he uh keeps looking incredulously down at his stomach um the captain heads over and carefully picks up one of the uh the boys they're pretty big like really they're like 15 16 they're not small um he's pretty big and he he carefully picks him up and brings him over the shoulder um, M Stride does the same thing. He's a big Zangief type, so he picks up the kid a lot easier. Um, puts him over one shoulder as well. Um, and he says, Right, so we'll head back to the river and follow it back to town. Anything wait, else? We wait, should... where's, uh, where's Iridir? He looks left and right. Right, where is Iridir? Sideswipe! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! Iridir! Uh, <laughs> do you know where you are, Iridir? Give me a perception check. I'm stopping. I'm looking around. An 11. Sure. You, um... So the area they were in was a little more hilly. It's like an area where the hills were coming up and the, and the, um, the, uh, cave and stuff were available, um... You look around and you're back in that kind of thick forested area. Um, looking around, you don't recognize anything. You know, this isn't like an area that you know. Um, but also you don't seem to immediately recognize um, anything that you may have passed on the way up here. You and Terran were kind of a little frightened and gripping to each other as you approached. Um, maybe you weren't taking into account a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the goings-on around you um but you are for all intents and purposes a little lost right now you sort of come to your senses you look about and it's just thick forest um you listen for a moment you don't hear the others you listen you don't hear the river um what would you like to do I'm 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 like hunched over with my hands on my knees like breathing heavy. <sighs> oh my. I think I may be a little lost. <laughs> oh, bother. 
Um, I would like to, um, I guess, I guess I'm going to try and investigate this, my surroundings and just trying, just try to see if I can figure out where I came from. Yeah. Uh, you can, if you're trying to retrack your own tracks kind of thing, you can give me a survival check. If you're investigating for something specific, um, then you can give me an investigation check. Are you looking for anything like really specific? Hmm. Uno, uno, uno minuto. Um, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look around and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna say, um, just kind of like under my breath, um, you know, I'm just kind of talking to myself that sort of like absent-minded way that you do sometimes. You know, nothing here ever really looks like the Faeglin. So confusing. None of these trees have any special qualities. Nothing really stands out. How does anyone find their way here? Do you say that in common? Yeah, just kind of like quietly, like that sort of, well, I guess I'm fucked kind of way, you know, like. Uh, from behind you, a voice answers you. It's a very small little voice and it says, Faglen? What do you know of the Faglen? I don't jump with surprise, which is uncommon and if anybody else saw me not get surprised they would be surprised um and i just kind of sigh heavily <sighs> hello and i say i say this in uh I, I say this in sylvan the creature responds in sylvan it says oh hello have you have you been to the Faeglen? Neither here nor there? Well, of course I have. You can come out. I won't hurt you. Uh, around your head is like a tiny little flicker of light. Um, it buzzes around you kind of like a fly, and you can hear a, a fly-like flicker. I put, um, I, push, I put my hand out like this. The sprite lands on your hand. Um, you feel it before you see it because it's invisible, but it lets its invisibility drop. Um, and you see a very small um, female sprite. She's wearing like a little uh, Tinkerbell kind of outfit, right? But it's 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 kind of brown with a couple of very small little leaves that she might have found. She's got four wings that kind of flicker a few different colors um, before they, before they rest behind her. You can see that she has a very small little, um, bow on, on, uh, on her back. Um, but she doesn't seem to be reaching for her or anything. She's just kind of looking up at you. Her eyes are very large, um, and her hair is a bright blue and very short and spiky, kind of like those little gnomes that you could get as a kid, as a, as a toy. Um, she's looking at you and blinking and saying, You don't look like you're from the Fay Glen. Well, things are never as they appear, are they? It's nice to meet you. You can call me Eero. Eero! 
My name is Christia. And she puts out a hand like this. Just put my finger out like that. <laughs> and she, uh, she pokes it. <laughs> uh, she looks left, looks right, and says, Are you lost as well? I'm afraid so. I've taken a few wrong turns, it appears. There was some... Well, my friends were... I don't know. They were back somewhere. I think that way. Um, we were engaged in a fierce battle. Hmm. Do you want to find them again? Yes, I think I do. <laughs> if you want, we can go to the Fagelen instead. I think I know the way. I don't think that's a wonderful idea at the moment. It's it's very it's very nice of you to offer. I appreciate it, but uh, I think I think it it wouldn't do either of us very well if we went there. She uh, she takes off the flicker of her wings. Um, you see like little sparkles of magic or something flick off of them as she takes off, and she says, mm, "Okay." I know where they are. Follow me. Oh, well, thank you. You're very kind, Krista. It was Krista, right? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh, Chris, Christy, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a Christy, little... Yeah. I'll write it down. Um, she says... Um, <laughs> Do you like stories? I adore stories. Do you have any good ones? Yes. Let me tell you the story of Plum Twist. Plum Twist defeated a lion. Single-handedly. And she speeds off. Okay. Yeah, I, I just I chase after her. And I, I start to, like, laugh under my breath as I do. <laughs> uh, right. So, she's going to... She's going to try and find you guys. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> so, the rest of you, presumably by now, have started heading back towards the town um the uh the captain says well we're going to take the boys back yeah perhaps iridir would have headed back to town as well surely i can't imagine he would have headed into this forest can i look for any tracks sure give me a survival check yeah, just see if I can maybe just before we leave from here. Fifteen. Well, Fifteen. Rin from failed with a four. And a yep, I got a four. Natural one. Natural one. Yep. From no way, I'm oblivious. Rin. I don't even care. Uh, Rin, you look around. Um, Iridir is a half elf. He seems quite at home for some reason in the forest, and it is very difficult to track him. Unfortunately, uh, there is no signs of where he went. Um, and like holds up one leaf. Nope, I have no idea. I try. Drift. I try. Yeah. Much in the same way as nineteen was able to track the uh, the boys. You can see that there's a couple of broken twigs on some plants ahead, and then uh, okay. in, instead of kind of heading uh, down and and towards the river south, it looks like Iridir took just beelined out of this cave and took a right and headed kind of west, deeper into the forest. But you, you're able to see kind of pretty obviously where he went. He's just left a trail of destruction and fear in his blundering run through the forest. 
I mean, it, it sort of looks like, yeah, I mean, he, he must have gone this way right here, right? You guys Deeper see into that? the woods? That's, I mean, there's no other real obvious tracks. I mean, he uh -oh. was scared out of his mind, right? Um, yeah, you can see where he went. Um, right, really yeah, obviously. so I'm just gonna tell the team, like, I, I think he went this way. Captain, do you need us to, to go with you? The captain shakes his head and says, uh, no, if you wish to go after him, then you should. You can meet us back in town. Guys, what do you think? All right, yeah, I, I mean, it's weird for him to go deeper into the wood, but... Well... You're a deer! Hero! He seemed very scared, so he's a small man, an elf, whatever you call him, and I would assume... Actually, maybe... Do you think he went deeper, or do you think he turned around? I mean, all I see is that's broken. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he just bulleted that way, but that's all I mean. Um, well, lead the way, curse breaker. Yes, why don't you show me your tracking skills, curse breaker? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, okay. All right, I will. I will. Drift Curse Breaker here to show you where Iridir is. Um, Can Captain. I roll with something, Brad? Yes. What <laughs> Can I want? roll but not tell the thing? Can I track? Tra can I try to track him too, and just see how well John does if I do well? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can give me a survival check to check. Secret this. track. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Same. Uh, just you see the same tracks as he okay. does, pretty much. Very obviously, he's Iridir has run through the forest and fucking broken a bunch of twigs and leaves and branches and stuff. Uh, carry on, John. Sorry, uh, Captain. It was great being of a service to you. Uh, of course, yes. You're more than welcome to join us. Uh, obviously, not on our duties, but the caravan will be leaving for Green Hill as soon as we're ready. You can travel with them if you'd like. Please, please wait for us, Captain. Just, we'll find Iridir and then we'll join you. It will be leaving before nightfall. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm, sh I'm sure we'll be there. How long from now, would you say? He shakes his head. I'm not sure, but we want to be on the road for sure before night falls in case anything comes back. Scavengers your, even. Your page boys, they need rest. Yes. And lots of it. Do you suggest that they travel with the convoy or stay with the clerics in town? Mm. To be honest, I would leave them with the clerics. They're not suited to go anywhere. Right. I will heed your counsel. Mm. Thank you, 19. Drift. Rin. Good luck in finding Iridir. We'll be in town, I'm sure. Thank you, Captain. Good luck, Captain. I believe I just left boys with priests. He, uh, he <laughs> nods his head. There's no Christianity in this world, don't worry. The, the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> you are muted, whack. The, the, uh, he's okay the, with that. <laughs> the captain, uh, and Emstride and, uh, Terran head out with the page boys and, um, you guys can follow the tracks into awesome. the Witten Woods. 
so it's really it's relatively easy for you guys to um to follow um uh, these tracks that were left by Iridir. He ran for a decent amount of time. The dice that I made him roll was like how far he went, plus how far I... Oh <laughs> my god! Plus how far I was going to add to it in like chaos. So he ran really far. Um, 20 miles. It's not 20 miles. I didn't really put anything on it. It was just like how far did he run? 20 amount. Um, you know, like that's how it was like not far or really far. I was basing it on like what you can see and hear as soon as you make your perception check was kind of where I was going with that. I, my DCs are weird. How I roll for games and stuff. I don't know if other DMs do this, but it's, it's how I do it. I'm just like roll a dice and I'll work out what that means. That'll translate to something. Um, elsewhere in the Witten Woods, uh, lost or nay, we simply don't know. Iridir, you are tracking, uh, or you're running, you're running. Probably the the thing, the sprite looks like it can, uh, it, uh, it it wouldn't really make much, um, it wouldn't be able to fly very fast, but it flies really fast. You're really struggling to keep up with it, and it it's zipping around trees, and um, you'll you'll lose track of it every so often, and um, jump through a. a, a bunch of foliage and round a tree and then you'll catch a glint of a kind of sparkle of color zipping past another tree and you'll run to keep up with it you're probably having to sprint probably not being very uh um light-footed you're just kind of um doing everything in your power to keep up this thing is faster than you are but you i would say you're probably quite adept at you know being in and around forested areas um so i'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you can keep up with its 40 feet of movement versus what I think is your 30 <laughs> uh, in general. Um, every so often, the sprite does look back to try and see you, but it's probably quite difficult for you to make out what it's doing. So it does it does stop, and um, every so often you'll run and lose it, and you'll see that she's sat on the edge of a tree kind of um, watching you, and then she'll fly off again. Um, eventually, uh, give me a perception check, actually. Let's see what, what's going on here. Mm, a five <laughs> you uh so eventually um christia stops and um when you catch up to kind of nearby where she is she doesn't take off again she sort of waits for you to approach she's sat on a low branch on a tree swinging her legs kind of um and then you look left right and then you see her uh cat the light catches on her wings and she waves at you from a branch hello <laughs> hello if you could be so kind as to just go a little bit slower i'm not quite as fast as you oh she she says i'm quite i'm quite big yes <laughs> she says uh, uh yes well well you're uh, fast i suppose I'm, I've learned over the years to be rather adept at running away. I find it a good uh, means of survival. She nods enthusiastically and says, Your friends! Yes. Oh. And she, she just points at just a, what looks like a random section of thick forest. She says, Through that way! Um... I kind of raise an eyebrow, and 
I'm I'm curious of her intentions. Uh, I know that uh, the 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 small folk uh, tend to be quite um, well. They tend to be very silly and they enjoy pranks quite a bit. Uh, I, I think that I'm a little bit on guard in general. Um, I'm trying to roll an insight check. Yeah, you can uh, you can give me a nature check as well if you want, just to see what you know about sprites. Uh, you can have advantage because you've spent time elsewhere. Mm-hmm. It's an eleven. Eleven. Um, so your general you, your general knowledge of sprites is that they're they're usually good-hearted and good-natured. Um, some of them will fuck with you but that's more the pixie community they're kind Mm -hmm. of they're a little crazy sometimes sprites are usually helpful um give me an insight check on this particular sprite okay christia Ooh, that was still with advantage uh that was an eight so it's an eight um honestly you're not really sure what this sprite is about she appeared out of nowhere didn't ask much about where and who your friends are and just flew off and said, I know where they are, I'm going to fly. Um, and then she stopped and pointed at just some thick foliage. You don't hear or see your friends, and she just said that through there. And, like, you pretty much can only take it as you've seen it at this point. You don't really know the intent. She's sure. looking at you wide-eyed so, and just no so, real... So I say to her, I say, have you ever heard the other version of that story? She cocks her head. What? Yes, the other version of that story. Plum Twist and Lion. Have you heard the other version? Oh, I didn't think there was another version. Oh, I'm afraid you're in for a treat. You see, Plum Twist was obviously quite the little prankster. He enjoyed a good bit of fun. So, he had convinced the elves that in fact, it was some sort of crazed lion. They believed him, and they set up all sorts of traps for an entire day. They prepared for an onslaught from some sort of wild beast, fortifying the nearby trees with traps and some sort of outpost. They, they went up into the trees, readied their bows, and waited, and waited, and waited, and waited, and nothing happened. No lion arrived. But what did arrive was a mewling cat. You see, the cat made its way through the forest, meandered its way into the elven leader's home, and promptly fell asleep on its bed. You see, Plum Twist never met the lion. He met a very terrifying cat. Give me a performance check. Oh my god, please be good. Because <laughs> that was good. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like 18. It's you, got, you got I'm this. Gonna use, I'm gonna use my inspiration. Okay. Yes! You're not, you're not gonna. 13. A 13. Uh, so as you are telling the story um christia kind of like gets more and more into it 
she's kind of like listening and then she's listening intently and then she's flying her legs are kicking underneath her as her wings are going she sort of floats upwards and she's sort of getting closer and closer to you while you tell the story as you get to the end she says just a, just a cat just a cat but all of the elves could hear plum twists maniacal laughter from the trees all around because once again he had fooled them the the little sprite leans in a little closer and says but plum twist didn't fool you well you see and i i sort of i stick my hand out again you know she just kind of floats in and lands on it and she's just listening to you like wide-eyed i say um you see maybe this time plum twist didn't fool me but i've met plum twist before he has fooled me many a time. The, uh, the, um, sprite kind of... <gasps> You've met him? Of course. Where? Well, where is a bit difficult to say. Pardon. But I will say that, um, I have been to the Fagelen before, and... You might be lucky enough to find him there one day. She looks left and looks right and says, I think I know the way to the Fay Glen. Well, maybe after you help me find my friends, you could take a trip there. Perhaps I'll see you there sometime. She lifts up off of your hand and, and floats a little way back and she points at the... Um, the same direction that she said before and she says they're through there i will say it has been quite the pleasure to meet you christia um and i i just i take a little uh i take a i take a hair out from my from my head and i i uh i uh i tie like a little knot with it and i say if you're ever interested in speaking again in the future, and you have the means, maybe you can use this. She takes the hair and she wraps it around her stomach and ties it into a knot like a belt and says, yes. And uh, she f flies in towards your chest and touches your chest. There's a sparkle of kind of um, pixie dust kind of uh, Tinkerbell style as she hits it. And she hits you on the, the center of your chest and says, You, you deep down, you're good-hearted. But one of those has a dark heart. You should be careful of your friends and who you choose to be friends with. And she flies off. Two seconds later, drift <laughs> bursts, through, bursts through the foliage. <laughs> followed by 19 who's kind of nodding his head as if you know like hey drift successfully did track uh where you are and then can i be sitting on a rock just like playing the loot <laughs> yeah like, for sure when, like like you, you have like two seconds work. you sit down bring it out and just like for, from, <laughs> us from us behind the scenes it's like a chaotic thing where you bring it out and you just start playing it for, for them they burst through this kind of like underbrush and then you're there in a in a perfect glade with a, a shaft of light shining on you um there's a there's an extra 
sort of glow and like an a, a rim glow an outer glow Shake to my hair out. yeah there's a there's some like pixie dust that kind of comes off of his hair <laughs> um and he's playing this really wonderful song um iridia looks very relaxed and fine he doesn't look injured or anything. He doesn't look lost necessarily. He looks almost as if he was expecting you as the three of you jump through this um, this foliage and you find him successfully. Iro? Iro? Ah, hello. Mm. Sorry, I got a bit, uh, I got a bit lost. <clears throat> what are you, this so far? We've been walking for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Uh, well, I, I thought I, I thought I heard something during the fight. Mm, what did you hear? Well, it sounded like I thought it sounded like some sort of child's screaming. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> I think so. What's so What's so funny? He follows a child screaming, but he was scared to go into a grown woman's cave with women screaming, but as a child, I don't understand the logic there. That's all I... I think I would Just, run much farther away from a child screaming than a, a full-grown woman screaming. Well, I, I just sort of reacted. Mm. Are you, but you're okay? I think so, yes. I just kind of pat myself down. All right, well, we, we really should get back if we want. Are we going to... I mean, now that we have time to talk, are we going to go back with them, or...? Yes, I think that we should. 19's just looking around. I, I assume you were able to uh, get away from that thing? Uh, Drift, actually. <laughs> Drift, Drift killed it. I'm sorry, what? Drift killed it. Slayed it. I, I have a last name now, Eero. I look at Drift, and then I look at Rin, like, a little bit, like, with a furrowed brow. I look at her, like, really? Yes, really. I'll have really? to tell you about it so you can add it to your story bank. Yes, yeah, but well, well done, Drift. It's quite good. Do you want to hear my last name? Sure, I suppose. All right, but I need you to always call me this from now on. All of you guys. Okay. No more Drift. Not anymore. That's my old name. My new name. Drift Cursebreaker. Very impressive. Did you give yourself this name? No. No. That was from the uh, the captain. Captain and his team. Mm. That's impressive. Well done. Who are we? So, Who are we? Um... Before we change subjects, I just wanna I wanna make it very clear. When you refer to me, please use my last name as well. Drift. I nope. sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you. It's okay, but you already you've already failed. I I am now Drift Cursebreaker. I've never failed. Rin's gonna reach over and just kind of like pat Drift on the back and say, You did good, Cursebreaker. You did good. Oh, I like the ring of that one. Oh, Thanks, guys. Also, you're very good at tracking him, by the way. I'll have you know. Thank you. I uh, spent a, a few years tracking some things. We should head back. They were going to leave before nightfall. Yes, that oh. is a good idea. I didn't think I want to be out here at night. 
Iro, are you sure you're okay? Fine, let's go. How, could, how pretty is this, Brad? It's quite pretty. Like uh, it's it's not like beyond like like wildly, unbelievably gorgeous or anything. It looks um, to the three of you, not including Iridir, to be relatively standard woodland, like you would find um, anywhere in Europe. Um, and uh, the sun is glinting through on this particular patch, hitting like a small stone that's just perfectly placed for where Iridir was sat. Um, but like, it's not like, you know, you're not like looking at anything like magically awe-inspiring. It's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's fine. To Iridir, there's an extra glow to everything here. There's a, there's a, there's almost yeah. like a, a slight dissonance, um, Iro, in this area. <laughs> you're, you're having a, a little bit of a time. Like it looks a little shinier, a little more... It looks like there's a little more here than just your your average woodland, but for the most part, it's pretty much just a standard wooded area. Um, I'm trying to walk like a little bit faster. Hero. Hero. Yes, it's this way. Let's go. What are you you doing? How do you know which way to go? I'm just following the way that you came. I think it was this way. Mm. Uh, You okay? I run yeah, after it him. seems weird. Yeah. Go, Eero, g- slow down! Just chasing after him. Uh, Maybe he's just embarrassed. <laughs> Assuming you guys want to retrace your steps, um, for the first time, I think, in my entire life, someone doesn't have the Outlander background, so they can't just do this via magical bullshit background means. Uh, give me survival checks if you want to retrace the steps to return. I'm following Eero right now. Yep, uh, sure. If you don't yeah. want so to be doing, he... If you're not actively like trying to I'm... return the way you came, then just no, don't roll. I'm just following him. 19, uh, Iridir. Yeah, again, pretty easy. It's almost um, too easy to work out the way you came. The way that um, Drift found you was by following your tracks um, and then the three of them just trudged through really without trying to not disturb any more earth There's and like an trees. shaped like carve out <laughs> through a tree. Yeah, it's not quite that bad. It'll take a while, but it's, 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 <laughs> a, pretty, it's a pretty obvious return route um, and the two of you can work it out relatively easily on a 13 and a 15 to just follow retrace your steps um and you do so and uh, eventually you can hear the river as well and it's a lot easier to just you just have to head for the river um and uh yeah i'd say after like i think it was about um uh 10 minutes to get from the river to the cave anyway so maybe about another 10 minutes 20 minutes in total from where Iro was back to the river um, you guys make it fine, safe. There's nothing, nothing jumps out of you, nothing crazy happens. Um, Eero, the further you walk from that stone that you were sat on, the less kind of dissonance you feel, um, the less kind of out-of-body experience you start to have for a, for a little, like, um, the lands around you start to return to kind of a realistic looking tree as opposed to a tree with an ever so slight glow to it of some sort almost just beyond your vision a sense yeah, the almost. whole time i've been walking like a little bit faster than normal uh and uh like a little bit wide-eyed as i look around i just kind of and uh breathe like a 
like a heavy breath and uh do i i do i see the the uh assembled ca uh, captain um you don't see the captain and you don't see the um the others um but you make your way back to the river um maybe around the area where you found that boot you know where you found that boot there was that boot lodged and then they threw the boot to one side the boot is gone though um as you return to the sort of river side uh here um and you can you can return to town i just wanted to check that you didn't want to do anything else yeah i wait up for the rest of them uh and um yeah i got i guess i guess i just wait for them I can I'm, I do I'm actually keeping up with you because I walk fairly quickly and I'm worried about you. So I am watching you. Okay. And Brad, can I can I uh, just do something real quick before we go into town? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to tell the guy. Just going to use the little boy's room real quick. Uh, right over here. And I'm going to go just behind a tree. Uh, and I'm going to pull uh, that blood cloth that I had. And I'm going to um, sort of just wrap it around my like fingers, and I'm going to take, open my mouth, and uh, just bite down. Not bite down, but like with my lips only. All and attack on Titan. And suck it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You suck it up. Mm -hmm. And your world shifts and changes again. <laughs> oh, I can't just be chill. <laughs> you suck up the blood. Um, mm -hmm. This time, the blood doesn't taste weird. It doesn't make you wretch. It doesn't. Uh, it tastes kind of nice. It tastes kind of like candy. You know, it's not like there's a, there's a, there's the metallic sense to it for sure. Um, but it's actually quite good. Um, there's a there's like a sugary sense to it, as you as you sort of suck the blood off of this um, piece of tunic. Um, you take a moment to kind of adjust, and you feel like a a strange wave of um, uh, I guess similar to Eero. This is weird dissonance. Um, if you're concentrating, you'll notice that like. There'll be like a bird in mid-flight which has stopped. Um, you'll see that the, the the breeze on the wind has stopped moving the canopy above you, and you'll hear that voice again, which speaks to you and says, "There is great power in blood, Drift. Great power indeed. Prove yourself worthy of my power, and I shall share its greatness with you. I'll see you soon, I'm sure, Drift." Yes, I'll see you soon. The uh, world kind of turns again, and this time you feel a little sickness. It's kind of like a, a, a vertigo kind of hits you. Like you, you feel like the, the ground is moving away from you quite quickly. Mm -hmm. That taste in your mouth um, mm -hmm. that was quite sweet a second ago suddenly turns very sour. It's like you've, like, it's like you've drunk the blood from something very dead and old. It doesn't taste nice at all. It immediately makes you want to retch and vomit. Give me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> God, dude. You describing that honestly almost made me throw up. Yeah, yeah. That was... <laughs> that was I, feel, I feel a little sick. Uh, here we go. I imagine sour. Oh, crap. That's not my save, oh, God. right? Uh, do you yeah, have sorry. any additions to your save? Because it could be your uh, save. If not, just add it. 
Yeah, no, you don't. Uh, so, that is a four. Uh, you um, immediately start to retch. That taste of that thing is just disgusting. You yeah. retch and you retch, and then suddenly you vomit again. This time when you vomit, there's no blood, there's no sick. It's just like black ooze. It's like tar. You sick it up, and it blocks your passage of your throat and you can't breathe for a moment and you just keep being sick it's horrible you stop for a moment you feel your eyes bulging out your head as you choke on your own vomit which isn't vomit it pulls at your foot and you kind of hear somewhere beyond you just a laughter <laughs> the the vomit stops you, you suck in breath <gasps> looking at your feet this pool of black kind of ichor forms into a very strange shape it suddenly it becomes square and blocky a book is made which is your book of shadows <laughs> oh my god Brad <laughs> and oh my god you you, uh, you, you feel that Virgo's stop and change you you suddenly feel your bearings there's a sense of the air changing around you again that kind of um uh sickness that taste in your mouth goes very quickly the sense that you're not quite with it it goes very quickly um and you're grounded again but that book looks very real at your feet um the birds above you continue to 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 fly um you hear them you hear the sound of the river running once again and uh yeah, you you have that book of shadows now for so I can pick it up and and put it away for sure. Yeah, add it to your um, inventory. You have an actual book. You can kind of make it look how you want, but it will be black for sure in color. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the thing mechanically is that he got a packed boon and has the book of shadows, which gives him an extra three cantrips as long as he has that book on him. Um, also, and I can resummon the book. Uh, Just. Anytime, you... but it takes an hour. Right? Yeah, 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 Just yeah, to yeah. clarify, mm -hmm. time stopped like last time, so we didn't hear him retching. No, you or didn't did hear he? any of that. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, as far as you're concerned, he probably hasn't even had enough time to pee yet if he comes straight back. Uh, you are also, it's not over yet, an initiate of the blood. Which means. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll put it on your character sheet, actually. Um. You're an initiate of the blood. In fact, I'll do it in a second. The What it means is that once per day, you may drink the blood of a creature you killed yourself. You have to deliver the killing blow. Okay. And you can regain hit points equal to your warlock level plus charisma modifier. What? However, this causes your skin to itch terribly for one hour. Okay. All right. Okay. Initiate of the blood. Um... To get like a new tattoo. Like <laughs> no. Uh, also, this whole time, by the way, Drift, everyone's eyes have looked bloodshot to you. Um, yeah, I know that. For the whole fucking thing, all this stuff. Like every time you've interacted with people, they look like they've had bloodshot eyes. Um, yeah. That is now gone. If you go back, you'll see them. Uh, however, this is probably a good time to go to our break. I think so. We'll probably we'll jump to the break there. Dude, I Level need a three. <laughs> I need a moment. That was so cool. Level uh, three drift. You actually got me sick. I'm not not not. I'm fine <laughs> now, but like I felt just by you describing it, I felt grossed out and like sick. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, warlocks should be kind of fucked up, right? They, uh, oh, I mean, they should be kind of fucked up, and 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> you would never think that this warlock would be as fucked up as he is. Uh, so well, you're also a tiefling too. You're not just a warlock. Yeah, you're also, he's a also got that. So a demon's like, blood. Um, so we're gonna jump to a break. Uh, we'll be a few minutes on the break. I'm gonna play a little, uh, a little um, trailer for our other show, which is starting next Monday, called Sector Ooh. 49. Do you want to give him a blurb, whack? Since you're running that. Sure. If you guys want to check out a cool Judge Dread in the Worlds of 2000 AD show, where the players will be playing as perps, then you need to check this out. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be pretty crazy, and uh, I'm so hyped to do a Judge Dread show. I'm fucking ready, man. I'm I am ready. also ready to be in it, and my character is the worst. The worst. I, Whack I was crying, laughing when I. I was laughing hard. <laughs> Uh, it's not a good thing. It's not in not a good way. I mean, he was laughing purely because of how much I was crying. Uh, because of his stupidity. Because I would like to stupidity. preface it with that. Kind of, and also because of a dice roll that my character had to make. Yeah, but I warned you ahead of time. <laughs> my character went from my character went from being like it went it went from being like a cool idea to just. My character is now insane. Uh, so I'll run the trailer for that in a second. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be back in a few minutes. Go grab yourselves a nice drink of blood. <laughs> I will. I really will. <laughs> you well, can thank me later for sparing you, Tiger Writers, <laughs> poop talk. <laughs> no, I was curious about this fiber poop talk too. Yeah, no more fiber poop talk. Old, I was like, man, I no probably use more fiber, powder fiber poop talk. Disgusting. You people are sick. Brad's sick. like, I live on the other I side. I just of the world. grew up and created a book and now shoved it in my bag. And yeah. that's disgusting? Yeah, because that's not real. Whereas Tiger pooping fiber out everywhere is. <laughs> you poop fiber too? What? You don't eat fiber? And how does this get blamed on me? He probably doesn't. He probably just I'm he British. just drinks monster. Fiber writer. Like he's like the guys from like that that episode of uh, South Park where he poops out of his mouth. I don't poop fiber. at all. I live entirely off of hatred. That's all. Fiber writer is pretty good. Fiber writer. Fiber writer is actually really good. Everyone go and subscribe really to Fiber Writer on That'd Twitch. Be a good bet. Turn my name to Fiber Writer for a couple months. Fiber writers. Go change so it. On, go change it on Twitter for one week. Um, welcome uh, back, everybody, to the stream uh, where these guys are heading back to town. Um, assuming you guys just want to go back to town, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to run into a fairy. I actually just had like that picture of a dog. You know, like a, a butterfly lands on a dog's face. You can. That's just, what I imagined would happen. I mean, you can just go into the forest if you want instead. No, fuck that. <laughs> no. By, by I know better. I've, you... I've played D&D with you enough. Yeah. Uh, true. You can go into the forest, though. Never be afraid to head See, into... trip. Never be afraid to head into the forest, uh, Tiger. Okay, so... <laughs> you guys just head along the river. Um... <laughs> You know, it's pretty easy walkings. Um, you know where you're going. You follow the river around back to the um, back to the bridge, and then back to the road, and then head past the couple of kind of burned um, farms that are by this river, and into the 
the burnt town of Drift. 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 Um, Drift. Yeah. The uh, site that you are greeted with is practically the same. Like, nothing has really changed. Um, nothing crazy is going on. However, there are some new faces in town. Um, there's a handful of soldiers that you didn't recognize that weren't here before. Um, for the most part, they appear to be dressed in that same ranger garb that McKinnon, the young ranger that you met first, was dressed in. More leathers and uh, green and brown hoods than big shining armor, chain mail, um, and big swords. Um, they look pretty dirty and traveled, but the others do as well. Um, and you can see that uh, Captain Stonesworn, Emstride, and... Uh, well, actually, Terran is not here. Terran and the boys seem to just not be here, but you can assume that they're in the um, area with the clerics. Uh, they were in a little stone thing. Um, but the captain is speaking to uh, an elven woman. She's got blonde hair and a, a single braid that kind of swings behind her calves as she walks. It's very long. Um, pretty obviously, uh, you can see all this going on. I don't know if you want to like stride up to them or if you want to head back uh, or stay back. There is those two carts still. Um, for the most part, the handful of survivors and i really mean handful <laughs> there's like five um which are sat in one of the carts and then there's the other cart which seems to have some um supplies and things in one of the fighters that was left here in town is tending to the um supplies in that cart looks like he's tying them down preparing to leave and ranger mckinnon appears to be dealing with the um horses and the carts uh the other cart with the people in it looks like they're kind of preparing to go but they're not like you know heading out of town um stonesworn is speaking to this elven looking woman with the long hair uh what do you guys want to do let's uh <clears throat> walk up to them walk up to the captain i think would be a good choice for the group yeah if it, um so you you stride on over i think probably as soon as you um head over the captain there was that table that they had kind of repurposed that had the mat spread out uh, the map spread out on it. i don't know why i can't speak the map spread out on it with uh, a few things on there uh like a couple of daggers which have been pinned into it um the the elven ranger woman appears to just be striding up and down in front of it though she's listing off some things as if she's talking to the captain the captain is just stood uh kind of arms crossed listening to what she's saying you probably walk in like halfway through this conversation as you approach um you hear this elven woman saying we've discovered absolutely no tracks no signs whatsoever of the invading mercenaries or the blood nectar outside the west of town it seems like they didn't travel west but hmm, well i suppose at least not without magical means to cover a force this large would be a feat indeed, though. Uh, even for an experienced mage. Has there truly been no other word from the other team? And, like, as she turns around, she sees you guys walking over and she kind of looks as if she's going to go for it. The captain turns back, um, nods at you guys and ushers you over and turns back to her and says, These are the ones that helped us find the page boys, the hunters. This one, and points up at you, 19, as you approach. He says, hmm. this one is a cleric with some healing ability. And she she nods at you and says, oh, right. 
Thank you for helping. My name is Yarlar. She holds out her hand. <laughs> 19 knows how to shake, right? But he still doesn't know his own strength. <laughs> so he goes in for like the standard handshake you would give anybody. Very equal rights handshake, whether you're a lady or a man or whatever it is. And just squeezes nice sure. and tight. All right. Give me an accidental <laughs> athletics check. Oh, I'll break her hand. All right. Don't, don't, don't. I mean, I'm not trying to break her hands. This is on Brad. I'm just hoping you fail this. Nice. Hoping you, you fail you, this. You said you wanted to accidentally squeeze the hand. Oh, that's a crit. That's my! a crit. I think, isn't that, realistically, isn't it, first off, opposite day? So wouldn't that be fantastic if I got a 20? Because that means I did my best not to break her hand, right? No, you just said you don't know how hard you don't to know, do it. You literally said, I don't know how hard I'm squeezing. <laughs> yeah. I did. So you rolled the strength check to see how hard oh. you're squeezing. <laughs> so it is an opposite day to play. <laughs> so you grab, like, she holds out a hand and like, uh... It's a fucking good handshake, all right? I'll say this, though. She rolled pretty well. Hang on, let me see if she's got some extra bullshit. It's like a violent Donald Trump handshake. She oh does. You do, you do, you do, you do the Trump shake. At least he grabbed her hand. And like squeezed down on her hand and she kind of like, she immediately reacts and like snatches her hand back and just... Wow. Ow. Just, what the... Okay, right. Uh, you're very strong. You should really work on that. Uh, uh, what? I should work on what? I'm sorry. What did I do? Your handshakes. Are you recently kindled? Yes. I thought so. Yes, you've got to be careful when you're shaking hands. You've so almost... hand okay? And then he goes in and grabs her hand real lightly. Real, real lightly. And like caresses it and says, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me. She, uh, all right. Give me another strength with advantage, and you can. But this is this is this is opposite day. You take the higher. Oh God! Don't get a do, one now. To do, Don't to you take dare. to control with it. You said or with advantage to control it. Sixteen. The higher it is, you control it better. She rolls a sixteen too. It's a perfect equal Engine. grip. <laughs> you, you grip her hand. She grips yours back. She's pretty strong, um, and mm. she she shakes your hand toughly. Um, now that you're closer to her, you can see that she's kind of battle hardened looking too, and um, she has uh, she has an elven woodleaf tattoo on one of her cheeks. It's a very it's like a faded tattoo. It's it's green in color, um, but um, it denotes that she is uh, she is from the deep woods uh, you know like she's from like there are some tribal elves and stuff that don't really necessarily live in the towns and cities they're very like cliche wood elf um types that stay away they're not even mapped on the map that they exist necessarily in like towns um and a lot of them come out and just live amongst people and stuff but she seems to be one of these more deep elf or deep wood elves um and uh she grips your hand back and she kind of smiles and she has like very animalistic teeth um a lot she has like an extra couple of uh what are these ones canines uh mm -hmm. let go back a little further and even her front teeth are a little um pointed it's almost like a cat's teeth um and her her nose comes down a little um uh wider kind of like a like a cat too um kind of like a flat wide nose like a cat um 
and uh, she, she sort of bares her teeth and she says, You know what? I like you, we're forged. Mm, thank you. She says, uh, uh, You can call me Zalera. Zalera? Oh. About to ask your name. My name is 19. And also, Brad, can I toss something in there? Mm-hmm. Um, I rolled a 20 on acrobatics. I still have three things to choose for rolling a 20. Why are you rolling in acrobatics? Oh, you rolled in acrobatics and not in athletics. I just realized. I did, on accident. So if you don't want to do it, I completely understand it. Mm. I did. I rolled acrobatics twice. What's the modifier difference? Yeah, what's the difference? Uh, One modifier difference. I have a plus. There'd be one more in... uh, um, Athletics as opposed to acrobatics? Yep. So he's got a plus three, is what he's saying, instead of a plus two. Yeah, so it would have just been... It would have been 23. It still would have been a crit. Um, Mm -hmm. So... You do you want to take that as one of your proficiencies? Bear in mind, you uh, have, remember that you might want to take some languages or tool proficiencies with this if you ever want to. Oh, I, okay. So let me ask. Uh, remember, you books, only so. have five in total, and make sure you're noting the, these down somewhere. Yeah, but I have two of them used right now out of five. So the proficiencies five, yeah. are not just not just the skills. If okay, you want, okay, then, if you want yeah, a proficiency, then, mind, if you don't have to take it. But if you want a proficiency in a language or a tool or something, you can say, "Oh, Brad, I'm going to get on that horse and I'm going to ride it to try and get a." like a uh, land vehicle horse proficiency riding proficiency um Better if you want like a language voice. proficiency then i mean you can lawyer it in some way but you know like okay. s- maybe maybe you overheard iridir speaking sylvan you can be like do, do i understand what he's saying and mm-hmm. we can roll to determine whether you get that proficiency as well so bear in mind that just it's not just your skill proficiencies that these five proficiencies count for in your background okay. you would normally have a couple of languages or maybe some tool proficiencies too and if you take cool. all five skill proficiencies that's fine but you will literally only have language common and no tool proficiencies and it's up to you how you want to do it you know you can no no, no. You can i didn't know i thought, it was, I thought it was just skills so i'm good then. Yeah. okay thank you for explaining that to me and taking the time to uh, but uh you, you can take athletics if you want nope i'm good um getting back to that real quick with her saying her name and everything. Yeah. Is she still holding my hand when she says, my, says no, her name? She, she smiles and looks at you and, and lets go of your hand. From behind you, you know that big Zangief dude, Emstride? He immediately just goes, Yala, I can't even call you that. And she says, yeah, you're damn right you can't. Hmm. Lovers quarrel. <laughs> she bares her teeth in a, in a grimace this time and Emstride says, <laughs> Never. Mm. Crosses his arms. The captain immediately just says, uh, do you mind we have more important things to deal with? Uh, he, he turns to uh, each of you. By the way, the, um, the, the elven ranger will grab each of your hands and, uh, um, and shake your hands as well if you, if you offer it. Um, she uh, stands there and the, the captain turns to the uh, you lot as a group and he says... Well, this is my first group of rangers to return. We'll have to wait here for the others, but the carts will be leaving. We really want to be setting off before nightfall. If you'd like to join them, then uh, feel free to do so. I, I, I think that was our plan, but as he says that, I'd look back at her for a second. I would, are you coming on the road with them? She shakes her head and says, No, 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 I'll be staying here. Who are mm. you sending if Terran's not able to? She says to the captain, and he turns and says, Yes, I was thinking of sending Terran, Faber, Wilkes, and Gromnar, but hmm, I suppose I could send McKinnon 
in uh, Terran's place, but I'm not sure if we can even spare her. The scouts might be more useful. Um, the elf, Zalera, says, No, I think you should probably send McKinnon. I don't think we're going to be able to track them. If, uh, if they head back, we're going to need fighters, not rangers or scouts. I'd recommend maybe even keeping Gromnar back. Um, Captain says, No, no, we'll have to send a couple of fighters on the road. Who knows where those orcs are? It'll be Faber, yeah. Wilkes, Gromnar, and McKinnon, for sure. If I, if I may um, interject oh. a point. Here it is. Uh, they found I, you. I was Good to see you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I... Uh, so I, I look at him and I say, um, Oh, yes. Did anyone tell you of the uh, other child that I heard um, outside the cave? They're all looking at you and Captain says, uh, I'm sorry, there was another child? Oh yes, I heard a child screaming. Um, I, went, I went to investigate um, during the fight. I was, I was worried that we were going to be attacked on both fronts or there was another one of your uh, uh, page boys that were, that were missing. I went to go investigate in the woods. I went quite far off course, unfortunately. Give <laughs> me a deception check. Can I? Yeah, I want to see if I know that he's lying. All right, <clears throat> everyone can roll insight against this deception check if you would like. I believe like that's an eight. <laughs> I something. believe him. You just straight up believe him. Ten. Uh, why is he gonna lie to me? Eight for Miradir. Ten on the. Sorry, insight. what did you ask us to roll? Insight, please. Insight okay. is sort of like body language and. Stuff like that. Yeah, I was just looking at my sheet for something silly. Oh, Oof, yeah, I believe him. That one. What is your roles today? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I feel like straight up, like looking at Rin, she looks distracted as fuck today. I don't know what the hell's going on, but she's her mind is elsewhere. The um, she's still mad we went to the cave and stuff. She's still pissed for, for sure. Iridir is telling the truth, Rin. Uh, 19, you're a little suspicious uh, of what he's saying. He like why he would run off like something doesn't quite fit i don't think you outright be like you are lying sir but <laughs> it's something seems a little off with his story the uh the, the captain iridia i feel like you don't even need to roll the insight check to see his eyebrow rise like up as high as it can go and he says just rises up to meet his hair yes uh well it's good that you should investigate such things perhaps we'll send a scout later anyway well, as I was suggesting, the possibility uh, we, we we were interested in heading to uh, to uh, Rose Roseguard. Um, I thought maybe if if you were sending anyone, uh, Ranger McKinnon would be uh, a perfect sort of escort for us. He uh, says, "Oh, really? And why precisely do you believe that our Ranger McKinnon is the best escort?" Well, I've had a chance to talk with her, and she seems quite capable. She's uh, seems to know her stuff in regards to uh, traveling and such. And I think if we didn't have a wonderful uh, protector such as her, we could run into some trouble, especially if we run into these uh, company of masks further. Roll me another deception check. 
Oh my god. I assume it's it's not a persuasion check. No, you're lying, aren't you? This isn't why you wanted to come with you. <laughs> 25! 25! Oh. Alright, one for uh one for the uh the captain there, and then another for Zalera. Uh who gets a little bonus. Hey. So um both of them are a little, a little bonus bread. A little confused for a moment as they both um yours is just which one of you has deception which one has persuasion for your bullshit uh, uh Ryan, yours, deception. Is, yours is deception so yeah. you have to deceive a person in power or whatever yep the oh, uh true. the captain um <laughs> looks at you and is a little confused as to you know like what you could possibly know about mckinnon after this very small amount of time zalera the elf is interested in what you're saying as well but she doesn't like the captain is like disdainful of you at all times um whereas she is less so but she doesn't know you or doesn't hasn't you haven't wound her up in some way and uh <laughs> so she, she's like kind of nodding her head along with you kind of thing the captain is a little quizzical but they both kind of just uh, and um, she says, that sounds fair to me. Uh, I mean, McKinnon's pretty handy with a bow. Not really much of a fighter, but she's a good tracker. A natural talent. And the captain says, yes. Exactly. Yes. Well, I was thinking of sending McKinnon anyway. Um, so, uh, thank you for your counsel, Iridea. Anytime. Uh... I feel like with your deception thing, you probably need to deceive them out of something important. Like, it needs to have more weight and bearing, I think. Just to, just... I, oh, I think it's a lot of weight and bearing it, in this situation, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and also he was going to do it. He was going to do it anyway. Wow, let's go! <laughs> he do it anyway. So, um, the captain uh, turns uh, to the general... Um, because there's, there's now, there's only about seven extra people that have arrived, by the way. His entire platoon is only 25 people, so there's about, there's like a couple more. There's a little more of an army presence. Um, a few of them, most of the newcomers are just sat down. They seem to be drinking from canteens or um, water skins or eating rations and just relaxing. And uh, he, he shouts and um, waves towards the group and, and just says, Faber, Wilkes, Gromner. And they head up, and then he turns back towards the horses where McKinnon is, and looks at Iridir, looks back, McKinnon, over, and they head over. So the there are three fighters that head over. There's um, the, the three that are now, uh, Faber, Wilkes, and Gromnar. Gromnar is a dwarf. The other two are elves. Uh, no, right. humans. Sorry. Um, they're in like the same fighters garb with the red cape and the the chainmail. Um, Gromnar, the dwarf, has a big um, maul thing, like a hammer. Uh, the other two seem to have um, long swords. Uh, and then McKinnon heads over, who's one of the scouts as well. She has the uh, the hood and the, the bow. So um, they stand to attention and line up in front of the captain. He says, You will be accompanying the carts to Green Hill and the civilians. Once they've been safely seen... Uh, you should return here. And then he leans over the map and they kind of crowd round. He says, if we're not here, we will be continuing 
into the Witten Woods, and he points at the general area on the map. We're going to be continuing after the orcs. We must see to our job. If you can't find us, McKinnon, we'll rendezvous back here in three days. Is that understood? And they, sir, he says, right. Hop to it then. And good luck. They uh, head back to the carts. The um, three uh, fighters start to decide who's going to take what. The dwarf. I'll take that one. I want. I don't want to be in. I don't want to have to speak to anybody. So I'll take the goods. Uh, he wanders over and immediately jumps onto the cart with the uh, the stuff on it. The um, McKinnon, the younger ranger, says. I'm not much with a, with riding in these. I, I don't think I even know how to end one of the other fighters. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll take that one. And he jumps up into the reins of the other. The other two kind of just stand to the side. There's not a lot of room on these carts. The one with all the belongings on seems to literally have some supplies, like the food that you, some of the food that you supplied, um, and... Um, just salvage belongings that must belong to these people. Um, you can just see like a couple of cases, just mismatch uh, boxes and things. Um, and then just like various things strewed about. They're all tied down and ready to go. The other cart has five people on it. Um, and they're the ones that were kind of like beat up, bandaged around the head kind of thing, like burns, but nothing too bad, very soot covered and dirty. Mostly kind of shell-shocked looking faces that stare out at you. Um... And uh, one of the fighters jumps up onto that cart. The other two wait. The captain turns back to you guys as a group and says, Well, if you'll be heading with the carts, of course, you'll be useful on the road. If they run into any sort of trouble, then if you wouldn't mind helping out, uh, I'd be willing to pay you a little more gold to protect the cart, at least on the road to Green Hill. You don't need to take it into the town. I know you're heading to Roseguard, but at least protecting it insofar as most of the way to Green Hill, I'd be willing to part with a few gold pieces. Mm. Uh, what do you think? I look at the rest of the group. Um, well, I suppose we could. I'm, I am a bit exhausted. Yeah, 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 I'm me not too. I'm... Any state to protect anybody, I don't think. How, how, how long is the travel there? To Green Hill. So each of these uh, hexes on here is roughly a day's travel walking at normal pace, right? So mm-hmm. um, from Drit to Green Hill. So Green Hill's a little different. There's a little, like, separate road, yeah? Um, that will be, depending on which way you go here you would have to go an extra kind of half a day this way or an extra half a day that way to get out of that hex. But each one is only roughly about a day. It's really not okay. a huge, huge continent. So you're we, look, we could sleep about, on the way is what I'm trying okay. to find. You're looking at about five days in total to get to Roseguard um, at normal what about travel. Green, uh, so it's like to get to Green days, Hill, three, it's like... Three, it's like two and a half. Two days is pretty much what they want from you, yeah. And a long rest, eight hours, correct? A long rest would be eight hours, yeah. You don't have Great. to go with this car or anything. He's, you know, you could stay here and rest and then just go on your own way or whatever. It's entirely up to right. you guys. Mm. Well, my opinion is this. He pulls out the bag at 25 gold. This is all I've got. And, uh, is that a lot? 
not quite a... Sure. Could be. You know, I think we should do it. It's on our way. We can help out and make a little money. You you guys can all sleep for a little while, and I'll stay up and keep them company. But also, Eero... Yes? I would like to ask you a question at some point in time on our travel to Green Hill. Uh, Remind me, please. Of course. No problem. Captain, I will try my best, but you can keep your gold. Right. I appreciate that. (laughs) How how much are we talking, Captain? He, um... He kind of shakes his head and says, Well, my men don't even get paid that much. It's been quite difficult since the war, of course. Not much gold going around. Uh, The most I could probably spare is another 15 gold for each head that protects the cart. Mm. The, um... The soldiers behind you are grumbling. <laughs> how much? <laughs> says, how, much uh, they, uh, how much is a typical lift like that? Because normally we'd have to pay to hitch, hitch a ride. Uh, yeah, the the cart that you were on when you were coming in, um, I think I, I might be wrong, but I think he said it was uh, like a gold per day. Um, but that was the cart you were on, and and by as far as I can tell, none of you understand gold very well or like general right. trade prices and things. So I don't know well, if you yeah. know, you don't know if you were being fleeced by stout boots or not. Um, okay. uh, but, but we uh, paid about a gold per day. I, I think you generally know that there isn't much gold going around. The The whole country is practically still in a depression, uh, like a post-war depression. There really isn't much gold going on. The whole company of masks thing has been born because they weren't paying their soldiers enough and stuff. So a lot of them turned to kind of mercenary work, and then some of those turned to banditry and stuff. It's kind of rife. It's pretty bad. Um, everyone's got like a brave smile on, and everything's great, and it's no longer a war-torn country, but the post-depression kind of lack of gold and payment and stuff that's especially coming from the kingdom for their soldiers is a little bit of like this kind of unspoken issue um so that is some of the reason that the men are grumbling around you and also um the captain looks a little uncomfortable about it he also like probably doesn't have a lot of gold like you would probably know that um however actually no you don't know about gold so i'm not gonna tell you anymore but you, you would know that just from being in and around the country kind of thing well, the way that I see it, we we each paid one gold piece per day to get here, or at least I did. Um, so for us to get to Green Hill, it'd be about twelve gold. So I think that um, I think you should keep it. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which what she said, you should definitely keep that. Hmm. I think for our services, we need to make sure that we are being taken care of. Will you feed them? How about that? I don't need to eat. But on the road, you'll keep us fed. We'll all work together. We'll all be safe. You keep the gold. He he points at the cart with the supplies on it, and I think you can make out that there's, like, decent stores of water and food on there, including... Because you guys brought, like, a lot of cat steaks. And gave them all yes, over. Yes, dude. Um, gave Did they do over. anything with those? Did they like cook them? Like some are being cooked and eaten right now by the guys that come back. Um, hey. And uh, and there are a few oh, that seem God. to have been wrapped up and put on the uh, on the car. Like that will spoil eventually, so it's good that they're being eaten quicker. Um, I don't think anyone has the ability to like salt and and um, uh, like preserve them for now. Like they're. Again, everyone's a little on edge. You're still in this, like, 
this thing exploded yesterday kind of situation yeah. um so they're not really like making camp necessarily they've just got like a temporary setup here um and you're aware like they said that they're gonna head out pretty much straight away when the other group comes back so um the uh yeah the the they're already kind of uh on it he um he pats his his pocket um you hear like a, a jingle of some coins and he says i don't have much gold but what i do have was supplied by the king to see to the men but we were supplied a little more gold in the, the event that we need to hire outside help and that is precisely why i was able to supply you with the right gold for your services the food i appreciate and i have given to some of my men and there is plenty of stores and food provided for the road to green hill mm. Very well. I think it's fair to say we're in. Right, Ariel? Sounds fair, Captain. I, I, I think I think I think that's fine. Um so we are we're letting them keep their gold, yes? Yes. yes. The ride the ride they is in trade. They, have it. they they look like they are quite uh, well weary and um well we appreciate the, the protection and such. So uh, we'll we'll do our part and help out. Of course. Uh, well, I suppose this is where we part ways. It has been an honor to serve with you. He kind of looks more towards Drift and 19, as he says it, and then looks back to Rin and then glances at Iridir. <laughs> and uh, he says, um, he says, should we meet again? We will be friends. Perhaps we could have a palaver over food and drinks and not this terrible war-torn town well said and we can exchange some stories he says uh we do base in roseguard if you are still there do seek us out at the barracks excellent thank we, you for all your help we it's been a we, pleasure captain we likely I shan't can't. return for a long time though it'll be at least a month i don't know I think you're all doing quite well. I suspect you'll be faster than you even expected. Yes, of course. Well then, hop to it. And good luck. Good luck. He, he just turns from you. <laughs> I sort of like mock standard attention, you know, like... Just... <laughs> he's, he's already turned away from you and he's speaking to Zalera again, the elf. He says, right, about the others. Should we send out a scout team to find them or... And trust that they will return in time. She's immediately like, I'm not sure. It depends. I suppose they headed south, but I don't know precisely where they went, what they're doing. It could be difficult even to track them. And they begin there, speaking again. Uh, do you guys heading over to the, the carts, or are you staying there? Doing anything? Yeah, I'll, I'll head yeah. straight to the cart, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, going out to the cart, too. Done right. move. With so, the people on it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I would like to do one thing <clears throat> before 19 goes to the cart. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he wants to go up and interrupt the captain. And <clears throat> why is my... This <laughs> is really just me looking for her name because I forgot it for some reason. Uh, Zalera. Wants to walk up between them and interrupt. <laughs> She's just, yeah, like, I'm not sure it's a good idea. I... Uh, Zalera. Captain. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would just like to say thank you. 
for your <laughs> kindness. Are you addressing the elf or the captain? <laughs> just me out. Uh, the, the captain is just like watching this and she says, uh, Of course. Um, remember, if you've only just been kindled, people, they can be ignorant to that sometimes, but I mm. served with a few of your people that were forged uh, mm. back in the war. I saw only the back end of it, but... For the most part, as far as I'm concerned, all of your war heroes, even if you don't know it. Well, good day. And he just turns and walks towards the cart. <laughs> She's just, right. Good luck. Uh, she shakes her head. So I don't know what we're going to do about the And she just immediately back the, in the uh, business. The um, the cart. So the cart with supplies has the dwarf on it. Um, and if you're looking for places to see, sit, that doesn't look like there's anywhere on this cart at all. Um, oh. that one just has a dwarf on the front. He's sat and he looks like he's about to hit these horses and go. He looks impatient and he looks scary. He's got a big, thick beard and that's all. You can barely see his little eyes peering out. Um... The other cart has five people on it and space for one more to potentially sit. Um, the uh, At the head of it is um, one of these other fighters. Um, and then you've got McKinnon and um, the other fighter who are on the ground. They look like they're going to walk along the side of this cart anyway. This this thing isn't going to speed off. Like, this is... You could easily walk beside it kind of thing. Um, and that appears to be what they're going to be doing. Um... As you approach, again, the, the people are kind of looking at you a little wide-eyed, um, but they don't say anything to you. They, they, they tend to seem pretty quiet. Um, they, they vary in ages as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, what do you guys want to do? Probably one space. You can probably fit one of you on the end of the, uh, the cart with the survivors on. I'll go for the survivors. <clears throat> you want to sit on there? Yeah, I want to sit on that cart, yeah. Okay. She breaks um, their necks one by one. She kills them. Wow. You just see her snapping necks. <laughs> um, it's yeah. for the best. <laughs> the, uh, the, um, the others kind of like, as you jump on, they just look at you. And I mean, for the most part, you guys. You don't look too militant. Like, the Warforged obviously looks extremely militant, but I think you guys are generally just in normal clothes and light armor, right? You're not in anything crazy. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they really pay you much mind. You sit on the, the back end of the cart. Um, <laughs> the others, they still they still have a lot of belongings and things in front of them. Um, each one has uh, their own pack that they seem to have. Um, there's a man and a woman huddled together um, at the far end of it. Um, there's, uh, an elderly woman, um, sat, uh, on the one end as well. There's another kind of just average looking dude, just kind of like, like an average middle-aged guy. Um, and then in front of you, Rin, there's a probably quite young looking, um, halfling. All halflings sometimes look a little young sometimes because they're small and sort of cherubish. Um, okay. but there's a, a, a halfling in front of you. Um, other than that, everybody is human. Um, in fact, everyone, I think, except for the dwarf, 
you guys and this halfling is human um but they don't say anything they look at you a little wide-eyed um and uh you jump up on the back of the car the rest of you i assume are going to walk along yeah. uh is there no other room on any other carts doesn't look like it not without making it uncomfortable at least I'm pretty small brad you are pretty small can i can i try <laughs> where are you where are you gonna try uh, <laughs> half, a, half a butt cheek on one card. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to rest a little bit, but maybe not. Um, I mean, uh, not the one that Rin was on. What's the other ones? The other one is the supply cart with the dwarf at the front. Yeah, I'm gonna jump on the supplies. You just gonna... jumping in, or are you like? No, no, no. I'm gonna ask the dwarf if I can uh, if I can nuzzle in the back with the supplies and protect him. He's not looking at you or anything. Like even when you walk up beside it, he's doing that thing where he's trying not to look at you. Sir? Hey, sir. What? Sir? Hey, I'm I'm so sorry. How are you today? I don't have time for this. What do you want? Oh, I'm uh I'm Drift Cursebreaker and I just wanted to ask if, <laughs> if you don't mind if I could uh if I could could I be on the back of the supplies and make sure no one takes them while we're riding along? Give me a persuasion check with advantage. Oh a seven he says <laughs> he he says curse breaker you're the one are you <clears throat> oh you you've heard of me hey they're all talking about you i uh i'd like to let you up on my cart here but i don't think you'll be able to fit i mean i'm pretty small i think yeah. i could hey i'm pretty small too who's smaller you Exactly. Uh, I think if you're trying to sit on this car any more weight, it's gonna buckle the wheels, and then we'll be on the road for too long. That's fine. No problem. Well, hey, you just you stay safe, and I'll be watching your cart, making sure nothing happens to you. He uh, he looks left and right, and he leans down and pulls out a a little something and throws it down to you. What what, what is this? It's a fresh piece of cooked cat steak he says hey that's my bit that he's can have it likes for saving the cotton i just i just literally <laughs> just <laughs> as i walk away the dwarf kind of looks over to the like where the captain is and he says uh hey we off then the uh the fighter who's at the head of the other um uh, cart kind of looks back looks down at the other two I guess 19 Iridir you're nearby mm -hmm. he uh, he looks down he said he's just a normal human fighter um, short cropped like black hair and he says uh, right so you're coming with us are you oh yes yeah, you'll nah. have to walk alongside the cart. No more room. This lot about it, odd. This uh, one looks big and strong and all. He can carry you, um, right, eh? He can carry you, eh? What's your name? He says, uh, name's Faber. 
good to see one of you, good to see one of you around. We ain't had one of you in the platoon for a while. Mm. I just kind of look at Eero. And then I just kind of keep walking because I assume are we already moving? The uh, the 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 dwarf kind of hits the horses on the left, and he sort of takes off and starts to head along the road back down towards where that bridge is. And he says, "Right then, we'll be we'll be off now, right? Everyone, hold on." He hits his horse, and the the cart starts to trundle along. Um, McKinnon and Wilkes are the other two, and they are walking along. Um, Towards, like, in the, in uh, along the side next to where you guys are. Uh, McKinnon isn't really saying much. She looks a little sullen, if anything. Um, and, uh, and the other guy just, like, he could be a carbon copy of the guy that's driving the car. They just look the same. Just the same human dude, short, cropped hair. Is this one named Uriah? This one is called, uh... This one is called, um... Faber too. Uh, so, I'll give you. All right, yeah. So you guys. Wait, what's the now. name? I'm sorry. You want the name? McKinnon, Fabes, Fabers, Wilkes, and uh, and Gromnar. There you go. These are the these are the fighters you've got with you. Awesome. Uh, I'm just making a note of who's doing what. And three carts or two? Two carts. Two carts. Green is in the back of one. Supplies are in the other. Great. That was it. Awesome. So you're just walking along, yeah? Nothing, you're not doing anything walking crazy? Walking along. We're going? We're going? Yep. All right, cool. Um, I'm, I'm probably just going to be kind of tooling away on the loot. Just like a just like a, a really sort of pleasant tune that I'm just kind of uh, noodling on as, as we're walking. I'm going right. to take my four hours rest if I can. <laughs> yeah, uh, resting while walking along. I don't even know if it's possible. She's in the well, I'm in the cart. Oh, yeah, so, you're in the car. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about, like, the others. Like, I don't know if you can even do a rest when you're just walking no, along and doing nothing. So. Um, no? Don't think so. That's why Play. I really wanted to get in the supply. Play away. <laughs> I, really want, I want my level up so bad. <laughs> so, the carts head out. Um, the, uh, the road is a road that you've been on before. You've been from Green Hill to Drit previously you head along the um over the bridge and start to head along the main road here the king's road the king's road makes it sound like it's a big beautiful cobblestone built thing um but it's not it's 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 it's, it's dirt it's like a it's it's obviously a road um, but it's like overgrown in places. There's really, there's like a few rocks here and there um, to let you know what's going on. You even, you even pass a couple of really basic wooden signs that let you know like kind of which direction to go. Um, there does appear to be uh, little um, things and, and downtrodden areas that suggest that there are other things nearby, maybe farms that live by themselves or something like that. But for the most part, this is just a standard, pretty simplistic road as a civilization it, it hasn't been long since like people started building houses and living and you know right becoming a natural civilization they really like the rose guard some of these towns are pretty well made um and once you're in the city walls and stuff there's some nice areas but generally speaking outside of it it's still pretty wild and harsh um 
but you're on the King's Road, which was one of the first roads that they made um, to uh, to get around. The um, the dirt is pretty thick, though. Um, it's only been like one day since it was kind of raining for a week, um, so the mud underfoot is pretty. The sun has been shining this morning, so the, the general area is kind of dry. Um, it's probably about three in the afternoon as you set out. The breeze is fine, the sun is shining, but the road is kind of muddy. Um, so those of you that are walking, it's not the best, it's not the worst. You're kind of tired already. You guys really have not rested for a decent amount of time. Um, and you're going into like the first day of travel here. Um, relatively unrested. Um, so it's going to be real tough uh, as you move into it. Rin, um, you get to straight up take a short rest. Um, you can, uh, you can if you want, um, risk it for a biscuit before I roll a dice here. Because um, you could potentially get a long rest on this car. Um, I'm going to say... song of rest as well, so... I'm going to say that an hour has passed as you begin to head out on the first day. Like, pretty much the way I'm going to treat it is like, this one is one day. This is two days. So the first day, you're going to end up on the far side of this hex. Uh, or in the middle of this hex. Um, that is your... 24-hour-ish, uh, or like day. Like, that will be midnight as you start to approach that. And then probably they'll set up a camp somewhere as they begin the, tra the travel. Um, so... For travel, I'm going to roll like random encounters, like normal. Um, if stuff happens, stuff happens. Um, if uh, you you guys have some bonuses while traveling in this caravan, and you have some... Um, I guess you have, you have some bonuses, but you have a higher chance of being attacked because you're a caravan. Right. They know they've the carts and stuff have been getting attacked regularly. They always have done bandits, orcs, goblins, all sorts of shit. Fucking kobolds with illusionary scrolls and shit constantly attack carts on the road. So there's a higher chance of you encountering stuff like that. Um, there's less chance of you encountering something wild like a fucking mountain cat or just random beasts and shit that will attack like a lone couple of people. Um, you're like a big cart with a few armored people, so they generally will stay away from you. Um, but you're more likely to be hit by, um, banditry, general, generalized banditry things. However, you do also have a lot of extra sets of eyes and ears. Um, so you'll get bonuses to your checks for that. So, I don't know if you want to do your short rest. Or you want uh, No, she'll, she's asleep. She'll, or she'll meditate. She'll take, risk it for a biscuit, as you said. Okay, yeah. so you, four you hours. can do four hours. Um, so I'll roll for up what happens pretty much post the first hour here. Oh, come on. Um, as you guys head out on the road. We'll say you probably left around three. In fact, I'll write that you guys left at around three in the afternoon because this is one thing that I'm always terrible at tracking. 3 p.m. left drit. 4 p.m. dead. All right, let's see. Oh, my <laughs> God. Let me roll the dice. Let me roll a dice here. What a wonderful day it's been. Ah, oh. oh, yes! <laughs> you guys... What a uh, wonderful day. What a wonderful day. The sun day. is shining. Feels good. <laughs> yeah. yeah! Pretty much. Um, 
If I give you your four <laughs> hours straight up, you can take your long rest. So, um, by the time the uh, the sun is ever so slightly starting to to set, maybe we'll say maybe it's like eight p.m. It's been five hours. Um, you uh, you notice that the sun is beginning to set, but you also know that you've made a decent way uh, away from from Drit. The idea is that you arrive at Green Hill kind of tomorrow night. Um, so you've got a little head start, uh, and you hear, as the sun begins to set, maybe 8pm, the, um, the soldiers haven't really spoken to each other too much, but it's not in a cold way, it's just that they seem like they travel a lot together, and walking and talking just is whatever. They sing and they whistle every now and then, like, um... They'll just chime in with something that Iridir is playing if they recognize it. Or they'll just make up their own thing or hum and sing along kind of thing. They seem relatively well-traveled. Um, and for the most part, they all seem to understand each other's songs. And they all know the same songs but don't know other songs and stuff. Um, eventually, the two caravan heads um, look to each other and say... Uh, the human says to the dwarf... Ugh. What are we going to do then? Rest overnight or travel through? The dwarf says, I'm thinking we need to rest. We need to set up camp. We've got people to look after, hasn't it? Right, yeah. Okay, so we'll find somewhere to set up a camp. We'll rest. And then we'll set off. I reckon we can make it there by tomorrow night, before nightfall. Hey, yeah. That's right, yeah, sounds good. Next available sport then, we'll set up camp. Right, we'll look for it. If you guys want to help them, look... Yes. For a nice, easily defensible spot to set up camp for the night. Give me perception checks. Or, if you want, survival checks. Whichever will be fine, actually. Hmm, I will do survival. 14 from Rin, 15 from Eurodeer. There's a point where McKinnon just runs off ahead. Um... <gasps> <laughs> McKinnon runs off ahead at one point, just naturally, and just starts scouting ahead. I'll scout ahead, she says, um, and runs off. Uh, so, we got a 14 from Rin, a 15 from Iridir, and Drift with the 10. Are you not rolling 19? Mm. I don't really want to. <laughs> I'm going to. Okay. Hey. Survival or perception, it's whatever. They're surely both quite good for you. That <laughs> was way better than perception for some reason. You're pr proficient. Mm -hmm. 13. 13. All right. So, Iridir, wow. uh, incredibly, Iridir, um, out of all of the people, <laughs> McKinnon comes back and starts speaking to the other two. She says, just up ahead, there's a, there's a plateau that we might be able to. Iridir, you've seen it. You've seen the plateau. You can see it from here. You know exactly that it would be the best, most defensible place. You'd be able to see around you, but you'd also be able to use the rocky uh, parts on top of the plateau to hide any campfires. It'd be a pretty good place to set up. She immediately just... I, yeah, <laughs> I just... I, I sort of, like, chime in. I said, oh, yes, the, the plateau up ahead with the, with the rocky outcroppings. That would be a wonderful place if we wanted to hide our campfires. Yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. Uh, have you ever done any scouting yourself? Well, I don't like to brag, but um, <laughs> I, I will say that I, I you know, I, I feel like we're of the same mind. It's it's a little eerie. Yes, well, I usually I have really good eyes, and 
I have been trained to look for these things and well, your eyes must be amazing. I can barely even see the outcropping from here. I don't think you give yourself enough credit. Oh, I had to you run up ahead. You are extremely skilled. Uh, well, I suppose they did say that I was sort of a natural. Okay, well, uh, the, the, I think we should probably stop up ahead on that. I'm not sure if we can get the carts up there, but we can have to see when we Do get there. Do you need there. any help with anything? She looks at you and says, uh, in what sense? Well, anything. Oh. Well, no. Thank you. Anytime. Jeez. Give me an insight check. Or a perception check. She blushes and runs away. <laughs> she blushes! <laughs> she blushes and runs away. The, uh, the... Carts stop up ahead. They find this plateau. Um, there is actually a way around that will bring the carts up onto this kind of plateau. It's pretty good. I rolled pretty well for, like, a decent place to stop. You find, um, uh, this kind of slightly raised area. Um, but it is also partially protected by like a hilly a hillock and some some rocky outcroppings some bushes That would allow you to bring the carts in and stay relatively well hidden Also being up on a thing with light from a campfire overnight can sometimes draw in the um, the bad guys um, the army dudes Generally just get to work. They just seem to just be doing everything on autopilot. They're like tying up the horses feeding them they help the um survivors down um they find the supplies that the survivors need for their uh bed rolls um and they set up two tents for the survivors to um sit in and beside then they get to work setting up a campfire uh presuming you guys are just generally helping out you can or you can just fuck them off and just sit down um Generally speaking, they begin to set up a small camp here um, for overnight. Do you have your own tents and stuff to, to stay in, or do you just have, like, equipment, like sleeping equipment? I think I just have a bedroll, I'm pretty sure. I'm not really sure what you guys have, honestly. I'm checking. I don't have anything. So I'm, I'm pulling out my wreck to bedroll that I use to uh, <laughs> basically uh, assist with the, with the keys. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm just looking at it, and uh, I'm, I'm like sighing loudly. <sighs> would an explorer pack have a bedroll in it? No, it would say bedroll, right? Um, I think all the backpacks come with bedrolls. I think basically I think so, everything yeah. has a bed bedroll. Oh, you have great! A, the other ten you can, or not? If, you, if you hover over the uh, item name in the equipment, there's like a little tiny dot at the lower right. You can click yeah. that, and it'll give you the list. Oh, great. Okay, so, uh, what do you have? I don't have a bedroll. <laughs> I thought I did. You don't even have a bedroll? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll make a bed, though. I've done this before. You'll make a bed. I mean, it won't be a full-on bed, but it's gonna, it'll, it'll, it'll do. Out of what? <clears throat> Sticks and leaves. Okay, you can give me a survival check. Are you proficient in survival? You know it. You can give me a survival check. 
Oh god. Yeah, it's you a make nine. you make a bed out of sticks and leaves that is about as good as a bed out of sticks and leaves as like I might make. Um, I is it? Camping how before, warm is it outside? Is it's, it warm? It's it's not bad, but it's uh it's it's autumn. You're like you're in like the first week of um September kind of what maybe would translate to our time. Um, so it's uh the the real heat of summer is gone but it's not really quite cold yet but at night it's starting to get pretty cold um the last week up until today has been relatively cold and drizzly um but today has been pretty warm um okay so um, uh, you know that overnight it'll probably get kind of cold okay so <laughs> rin sees you trying to make a, a bed roll out of leaves and sticks um, and she'll actually take off her monk robes and bring them over to you, and she'll just, like, lay them down. And she'll just lay them down and say, um, the curse breaker deserves a very comfy bed. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Are you sure? I'm going to get them dirty probably on the ground here. It's, it's fine. I'm, there's a fire going, and I've already slept and rested, so... Well, well, thank thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams to you. Uh, everyone else has a bedroll. Cuddle up on <laughs> the uh, the army dudes set up a small tent as well, um, and they set up their own watch. They're doing the thing that like you guys would normally do, where they sort of like one is going to watch for a little while, the other one will watch for a little while, the next one will watch for a little while. Out of the four of them, um, they set up brap brap. Brap and Blap. So that is the order of their watch. Uh, <laughs> um, it seems so like... The, yeah. That's... So, yeah, I, 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 my bedroll is kind of ruined. Um, I, I think I would have... Uh, I think I probably would have went up to uh, oh. one of the... One of the... Uh, <laughs> no? Which, which one? Um, I would have went up to one of the caravan um, like drivers, and I would have said, um, "Excuse me, um, it appears that my bedroll seems to have been rather damaged. Uh, is there any extra supplies by chance that we might be able to use?" He uh, looks at you and says, oh, "You didn't bring a bedroll." No, I brought one. It was unfortunately damaged in some of our encounters. Right. Well, it's fire. It's a dark fire. <laughs> he says, uh, "I suppose I can look through the supplies, but for the most part, that stuff belongs to the survivors. It ain't ours. We've got our basic stuff that we're traveling with. Uh, you might be able to ask one of them." And he looks over at the absolutely horrified survivors who are just refugees at this point, who just look terrified and sad yeah, and, yeah. so uh, I, I i look at them and i say don't worry it's no bother i'll find something else. he says uh uh we're only be here for a few hours you know before the sun comes up we'll probably set off again fair enough we've just had a relatively difficult day uh, as all of you i'm sure have had as well um i'm just trying to uh make it a little bit easier not a problem. Thank you. Give me a charisma check with disadvantage. 
Let's go get it, buddy. 16. Hey! He, uh, he, he kind of nods his head and then he goes, uh, well, I'm taking first watch, right? With McKinnon. So if you want, you can just cotch up in my sleeping bag if you want. I'll be honest with you, though. It stinks bloody rotten. Listen, I have a better idea. I'll stay up for first watch. You get the rest now. You've had a rough day, too. Right. Well, we've, <laughs> we've already drawn straws for it, mate. Uh, uh, it, and I just, I lean in sort of conspiratorially, and I say, You can, you can trust me. I've, um, you know, you see that fellow over there? And I point to, I point to Drift. And I say, do you know who that is? That one's the, uh, the curse breaker. Oh, yes. He's a good friend of mine. Now, right. do you think Drift Curse Breaker himself would associate himself with, well, um, someone that's not capable? <laughs> Using my name, you bastard. He, uh, <laughs> he, he, like, looks at Drift and then looks back at you and goes... Well, I mean, he's just a brave kid. It's not like he's some accomplished warrior. Oh, oh no. I think you missed the entirety of that story. He's quite the hero. Well, I mean, M. Stride did seem a little weird when he was telling me what happened. He said that it was Drift what ran in and was shooting off all these magical spells or whatever. But it was really M. Stride what got the finishing blow. Oh, listen, I can tell you, with all certainty, being there myself, that if Drift wasn't there, we'd all be dead. A deception, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Please. But he did do the finishing blow, didn't he? Uh, Drift. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. You. I thought you did. Oh, 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 my God. Damn, a 24 on your perception. No, uh, perception. it was the captain and McKinnon who did are, the final. Are you sure? Because uh, I can't remember. Almost um, positive. Almost positive. Oh, you did now because this deception check was so yeah. Someone yeah, will tell to me. this party, this group. Someone will tell me in the vault for the, uh, for the uh, thingy. He says, uh, he, looks at, he looks at you and then looks at him and says, all right, well, he's a well, brave kid then, isn't he? I suppose. I mean. Listen, let me do you a favor tonight. I'll take first watch. Um, my bedroll is destroyed anyway, so I'll figure something else out. You rest. We need you, people like you, to really be on the ball. Caravan drivers really don't get enough credit. He says, I'm not really a caravan driver. I'm just doing it just because of this, really. But oh, of course, of course. I mean, if you can convince Grobnar to take my watch... Then you got yourself a deal, because to be honest with you, I'm pretty fucking tired. <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to say anything, but... He points right. at the dwarf who's already asleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, I say, no problem. I'll, I'll speak with Gromna, and um, we'll get everything straightened out. All right, yeah. And uh, he, he just stands there, and he looks at Drift. All right, all right. 
What are you doing? Uh, yeah, I um. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I think um, I think I'd uh, probably um, I'd probably like head on over uh, near Gromnar, and he, he's uh, the dwarf, but he's not in the tent. He's just like on his back. The other human dude that was the um, walking along with you guys, Faber, is the one in the tent asleep, and he's just out on his bedroll, belly, gut, you know, just nothing but beard and just snoring instantly yeah i'm uh i'm gonna cast minor illusion and i'm gonna uh make a sound right. oh my god i'm gonna mimic the sound of that uh cat uh right next to gromnar's ear the cat <laughs> that frady cat Oh, the saber-toothed oh, fucking tiger thing. Right, yeah. Uh, okay, so you're going to mimic that sound next to his ear. Yeah, right next to his ear. Okay, that fucking sound goes off. It's fucking loud. So it fucking mm -hmm. wakes up everyone else as well. Um, the sound goes... No? I mean, I don't know how you would control... Can you control it, where it goes? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's... Uh, it's. Hold on, I'll spam the spell. Um, create a sound its volume can range from a whisper to a scream it can be your voice or someone else's voice the lines were beating drum blah 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 um, sound continu continues unabated through the duration or you can make discrete sounds at different times before the spell ends so I'm just going to kind of like make it sound like it's running off like into the distance okay alright this goes off uh, Gromna <laughs> doesn't wake up <laughs> oh, he just oh, bloody hell <laughs> i just say I... it under my breath everybody else is freaking out yeah um yeah i uh i cross my arms and i kind of tap my my chin and i'd like uh, to wander over yeah can i just say during this i am like approaching the survivors and I'm making everybody tea because I'm wide awake I'm yeah. at the campfire. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. Just wanted to get I just want to say uh, I was sound asleep and as soon as I smell that tea, I wake up. So I you're sat with the survivors. Just yeah, I'm just I'm <laughs> waiting. Just like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nineteen walks over. Hero, mm, kind of like whispering because sleep or sleeping i'm like deep in thought i'm barely noticing 19 approaching and i'm, I'm sort of like tapping my chin what are you, you actually probably have to like touch my shoulder for to get my attention i kind of reach over and kind of like squeeze his shoulder a little bit <laughs> sorry um, are you all right what are you you're pondering huh? quite deep what's what's going on well, i help you if you need something it's a very uh, deep in thought Thank you for your concern. It's uh, most appreciated, 19. You are, as always, a very stalwart companion. Mm. Well, well, what I, are you I doing just, over here? I sort of, like, tap him on the shoulder, like... like uh, well, it's been, it's been a trying few days, of course. We've all been through uh, quite the experience. I'm just sort of contemplating the best way to proceed. Hmm. Hmm. So you're just thinking. 
Yes? Hmm. I was thinking a lot, too. May I ask you a question? Of course. Well, earlier today, well, what time it was? It's very dark now. Um, you were... When I was with John at the farm, he had a wife. And they loved each other dearly. They flirted a lot. I was meant to be understood what flirting was and how that worked. And I, I've noticed recently you have been doing some of the things that I've seen John do with his wife before with that, uh, what was her name again? You know who I'm speaking of? I think her name was Esther. 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 Well... Esther? I'm not sure, to be honest. I was guessing. I've just noticed. You seem like you're... You know how to speak to... other people. I've noticed it, and I just... Well, thank you. I was just curious. You seem to... have taken a liking to someone recently, it seems. Am I wrong? Uh, Yes. I am wrong. No, no, you're not wrong. I, oh. I, I've, I've taken a liking to someone, yes. Hmm. I noticed, and I'm just trying to understand. When I was speaking to, um... You kind of see him, like, really looking like... This is, like, the first time you've seen 19, like, a little, like, really confused. Like, almost looks confused. Uh, when I was speaking with Zalera and she grabbed my hand, I had a feeling I've never had before. I'm not quite sure how to handle it or what to do with it. Oh. Oh. That's that's interesting. Mm. How did it make you feel? Can you describe it? Mm. <laughs> it made me feel soft. Um. It made me feel cared about, if that makes any sense. It was quite strange. I've never, it confused me. And uh, I'm asking you because you seem to be, you remind me a lot sometimes of how John had treated his wife, the way you speak with uh, people of the opposite sex, it would seem. I have no sex, so I'm not quite sure how I should go about anything that I feel. Well, I'm not really partial either way, but um, what I can tell you is that you probably had some sort of... If you are sort of built the same... uh, If you... uh, Well, if... um, Yes? If you sort of think and feel emotions the same way that, that we do... Uh, you probably have established some sort of connection with this person. Connection? Yes. yes a, mm. a sort of understanding. Um, sometimes when you speak with someone, uh, you share your emotions or feelings, they express feelings or emotions or speak with you in a way that resonates with 
your thinking and you can build upon it and create a relationship. Um, some are physical, some are emotional, some are based on, well, pure instinct. But um, it sounds as if you've developed some sort of connection with this person. Mm. I've never had anything like this before. Yes, I've experienced a lot of feelings since becoming kindled, yes, but I, I'm not always sure how to, to handle them. Well, from what I can tell you, one of the best ways to handle your, your feelings is to uh, speak to friends. And uh, I just kind of, you know, I, I pat him on the shoulder and I say, which you can count me as one of your friends. Um, I think that um, speaking to your friends is a wonderful way to try and figure out your, your feelings. Um, I'd be happy to help you. Um, if you are interested in pursuing some sort of relationship with this person, perhaps we can find them out in the future. After uh, this what do you mean by relationship, though? I've, I've, I'm very honest with you. I'm not quite sure how to feel about the, what happened. I've never felt that before. When you say relationship, I, I mean, we have a relationship, myself and you. Am I yes. correct? Absolutely. Um, uh, well, there are different kinds. There are different kinds. Um, mm. You can uh, figure out what sort of relationship it is by speaking with the person um, that you're interested in and um, trying to learn more about them and the way that they feel. Um, one of the best ways to do that is, um, well, some people prefer a very direct approach. Some people prefer a bit of uh, casual conversation. It really takes experience to figure out the best way in approaching someone in general. I take it you couldn't wake him up then. Behind you is Faber, the other guard. <laughs> right next to your, your ear, Iridir, and he just says, No, oh, I could never wake him up neither. And he sits down between the two of you and says, Don't worry about it, mate. I've got to get on with the watch then. So, listen, if you want to stay in my uh, sleeping bag, you can. It's in there next to... Next to Hold on, you're Faber. trying to wake that... The dwarf up. Um, well, I, um... Well, I can do that. I want to go over and straight just shake the dwarf awake. Oh, my God. And that's uh, where we're going to end today's session. And I just, I, I think you just kind of hear me say, I take it that he's going for the direct approach. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh my Listen, god. I just want to have more friends, hero. Okay. That is where we end today's session. Thank you very god much. God damn it. That was so unexpected in the session right there. That's uh, a random cliffhanger. Uh, yes, indeed. Well, um, thanks for playing. <laughs> By the way, Chad, if you're curious why the cliffhanger was there, Brad was forced to maybe have the inkling of a feeling. That's why. <laughs> no, I didn't move away. When I was moving away, right, everyone was typing in the chat, Brad felt a feeling and he was moving away. No, I was actually going to have the dude interrupt from away. I was about to go, so you couldn't wake him up. And then I thought, oh, yeah. no, I quite like this little bit. I'm just going to let it carry on a little longer. And I came back in. <laughs> uh... 
So that's what happened there. You think I felt a feeling? Get out of here. Get out of here. So, um. <laughs> he had to say it twice. Good Get session, out. peeps. Um, unfortunately, this is just, we're at the mark. That's really what happened. It's time to go. Um, I could, now that I don't stream afterward, I could go forever. It's a. Uh, <laughs> Brad can. He's exhausted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> John sent me a message on Discord and was like, if we don't end the session right now, I'm going to find you, motherfucker. I did not. I did not take uh, that back. He actually messaged me and let me know that John just threatened his life. And inside I check. Quiet. But... Everyone. Um, wow. Wow. I'll go for another 30 right now. Well, I don't care. You tell that to your wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, I only um, got a ten in my inside check. It's uh, <laughs> oh my god! No, it seemed like a good place. It seemed like a good place to end it. No, it is. It is. It it's seemed like a good place to end it. Um, you're waking up a very grumpy dwarf. Um, he's also a dwarf. How big so, is he compared to me? Just out of curiosity, real quick, like how like well, how like short is this dwarf for being a dwarf? He's yeah. a dwarf. He's like five foot or whatever, probably less. He's, you know, he's, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh god! He's only small, but he looks old and battle hardened. That's the problem. He's punch me! He's gonna just, punch uh, right in the metal. <laughs> yeah, he's he might be very strong. We just don't know. Find out next time. Just imagine my character flying like a cartoon. Uh, <laughs> Um, thanks for playing, players. Uh, it's been a fun session again. Um, y'all, we'll see you next week, I think. Yes. Yeah. So, I know there's a TwitchCon coming up, but is that when is Dude. that? It's not gonna mess with anything. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, okay. No, nope. great. It's uh, Thursday to like Sunday or Monday. So, great. Honestly, Tuesday for a show is like one of the best days you best can choose. Best day ever. We'll see you next week, everybody. Let's do a quick round of shout outs then. Uh, we'll start with PB because she's probably going to want to let you guys know about what's going yes. on. What's going this on? Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. Well, also before that, though, I'll be here on Friday for Identity Crisis. But then on Saturday, I'm going to be jamming a horror story at 4 p.m. EDT. Yeah, so baby. Do please, not please. miss it. It's going to be it's really be awesome. weird. Yeah, it's gonna be really weird. I've never role played myself before. Oh look, Mr. Giggles is in the chat. Hello, Mr. Giggles. Wait, that's in a real. Chat. I thought that was a joke. I thought that was a made-up character the whole time. No. No, it it, it is sort of a joke because it's Murgles, but everybody look at it, gets the like name. Mr. Giggles. Why? Mr. Giggles. I get it. Yeah. I, know. Mm -hmm. I got you. Just change your name to Mr. You. Giggles. <laughs> Mr. No. Giggles, myself, Wax Steven, and Jay will be playing ourselves. Except for Mr. Giggles, because she's called Mr. Giggles, which isn't herself. Um, and uh, PB will be running Stygian Gate. So make sure you check that out. Don't worry, that will be a, a, a VOD and everything as well, if you're a VOD watcher. Um, but it's on Saturday. But you should be there. But we expect you to be there. Uh, cool. Also check out PB's actual channel, Pumpkinberry. She does Twitch streams, and they're good. Mr. 19... Um, 19 versus Dwarf. Place your bets in our Discord channel. Uh, <laughs> Please do, you actually. Uh, where can people find you on a day-to-day -day basis, Mr. Tiger Rider? I'm Tiger Rider. Thanks for coming out and watching our show. I really love doing D&D. <laughs> I was actually talking about D&D last night a shit ton. I was talking about how like I just want to do more of it. Um, 
But I, did, I stream uh, my schedule a little wonky right now, but I technically am changing it. So I'll be taking off Mondays and Tuesdays. So no more streams right after D&D anymore. I'll be streaming Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, this week's a little different. I'll be streaming tomorrow. I'll be off Thursday. I'll be on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is a little confusing. So just go follow my Twitch. And if you see it go live, that's the best way to put it for this week. Uh, but thank you guys for watching. I also have a Twitter and an Instagram if you want to check those out. And thanks for coming out because I really like playing 19 and also real quick shout out thanks whack for that last rp moment there that was really good really fun no problem dude very nice uh, somebody else who got a lovely rp moment trying to get on a cart with a dwarf <laughs> or a book of blood i really thought i was gonna be able to pull that off and the book of blood was really where i was going for yeah mr level three himself yeah mr. finally gonna curse be level maker, three mr. Mr. new spell mr curse breaker new, new name new book new spells yeah. new name new, life. new person new i'm gonna be honestly person. my character's changing so much next week you guys are fucked nah everything will be normal uh, <laughs> Just scare everyone. <laughs> I just become a total dickhead. Uh, yo, uh, yeah, I stream uh, John Sandman, twitch.tv slash John Sandman, uh, or John Sandman TV on Twitter if you want to say hello and tell me about the decisions that I made that were good or bad in the show. I love that shit. So thank you guys for watching, as always. And uh, yeah, back to you, Brad. John Sandman. Uh, well, instead, I'll pass the microphone to Mr. Wax Steven, if that is your real name. It's not. Which it's not. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. As always, uh, we appreciate you for hanging out and uh, watching us be silly, different characters. Um, thanks for lurking. Thanks for being here. Thanks for talking. Thanks for flipping out on Discord, um, which you should definitely go hang out on if you have not done so yet. Go hang yeah. out on the Table Story Discord. Especially go check out the Stygian Gate uh, Discord stuff because... Uh, it might be blowing up oh, a little baby, bit. I love you. I'm just saying, we probably, P, I mean, you guys probably crashed the shit out of PB's website like 50 times. I don't know. It was a lot. And my DMs. Thank you. Yeah. I love you. I appreciate the support. Yeah, stop, stop sending her DMs. Like, seriously. What, what wrong with people? She doesn't care about you. She's just nice. She's just uh, nice on screen. <laughs> Um, thank Go. you for watching, uh, and uh, be sure to check out. Um, we've got ragtags on Thursday. Identity Crisis on Friday is going to be really crazy, so you should definitely check that whoa, out. Whoa, what are you doing? Saturday, Saturday we've got Stitch and Gate, uh, and Sunday we've got Spark of Eternity, um, and Monday we've got the premiere of Sector Forty Nine, which Brad will probably show the trailer uh, again for you after we're done here heck um, yes judge, judge dread it's gonna be crazy the judge players are dread. criminals it's gonna, it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be dope Check i'm very out. excited to play that we made our characters offline yesterday and uh everyone's character is great except mine so <laughs> thank you very much for watching everybody we appreciate you guys hanging out uh don't forget to check out our discord and our patreons and stuff because there's a lot of cool stuff on there remember this month there's all the uh dark fire stuff including the inferred from last week and the the sort of fire dungeon from the opening few episodes so there's a bunch of dark fire stuff on there 
right? I no, am frantically, I I'm going to frantically get that put up this week. <laughs> I mean, it's going to show up. It will show up at some point. That's how Patreon works, though. It's crazy. It's just like, ah, here's an email with your stuff. Like, ah, cool. Thanks very much, Patreon. It's a weird, it's a weird system, but you get good stuff on our Patreon. I promise. Mm. I promise. Don't forget to check out all of these wonderful people. And uh, I'll see you next time for what can only be described as... Um, Da <laughs> <laughs>